beaker now? Me, yeah. me, 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 me. Are you beaker? I'm just going to do this entire podcast as beaker. <laughs> what do you think, Pete? I, Bunsen Honeydew. Me, 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 Immigrant burgers. Oh, I had a great one the other day. I don't remember what it was. It was so it was pretty funny. I have not that funny because I fuck, probably will fucking remembered it, right? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what everybody else should remember? What? The Vlix podcast. Dun dun dun. Bum, bum, bum. Wrong show. Oh, <laughs> still my favorite. God damn it, get it, it right. It is favorite, That's right? The best. So we're on episode twenty-two. Wow. Welcome everybody. Hello. I'm your host Jaybo. Hello. Join this week with Pete. Yo. Danon. Hello. That was a good one. And Ken. Hello. Danon's was better. No. I'm gonna I have was, to give props to Dana. But I was trying one. to do Ken. <laughs> you did. You, you did were. Ken you were doing an impersonation of Ken when Ken was impersonating somebody else. Let the Ken off. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> He's Kenner than Ken. Yep. Kenner. You remember that? Kenner that was that not a toy brand. It's not a bad band brand. name. <laughs> Kenner than Ken. Yeah. Kenner than Ken. Again, band name. We're good. We're at really good at naming bands. We are. We're gonna start you, actually recording, like you, writing this down. If you need a band name, message us, and we'll come up with one on the next podcast for you. Or if you're a super fan, just comb through the last episodes and tell us all the smart things we've said. Mm. Guess what we're gonna do today, later on? Comb through the episodes, episodes, and tell <laughs> our, each other of the smart things. Listen we said. to them all in real time, <laughs> one <laughs> after the other. <laughs> oh my god! The longest was like a Vlix podcast marathon, twenty-four hour marathon. Yeah. Like scratchy throats by I the end. I feel like that's gonna like, be like a. I feel like it's gonna be like Bird Box, where it's just gonna make us all want to kill ourselves. <laughs> Probably, but we're going back today with a little short story. Back to episode one. Mm. All the way back there? All the way back. We were so young that... Episode, episode one or episode one? Mm. Episode one. Not oh. Lost Tape one. Okay. Yeah, we were so young then. You know, the future was bright. We had yeah. so many ideas. It was almost half a year ago. Was it really? Yeah. It's 52 weeks in a year. That blows my mind a little bit. I can't believe it. Right? I can't believe it's not, not butter. butter. Yes. At least I wasn't the only one who went there. Oh my god. Have you guys seen, there's like a list of like, um, other things that you, that, that are named similarly? Like, you're fucking kidding me, this is ranch? <laughs> is that a real thing? Huh? No, no, like... I just, like, like somebody, like, oh. people online, I think it was on um, Tumblr or something like that, where they were just going crazy and, and riffing on that whole idea. Oh, okay. I think yeah. I saw that ranch yeah. one anyway. I didn't see the uh, whole list, but yeah, that's funny. What do we got coming up? Extra dramatic pause. I, don't, I was like, <laughs> I, I was what, waiting. What, no, he had this, what's going on. He had a look Once it started, I was just like, I'm just going to let it pause and see what, what you guys do. Well, yeah. You know you stopped talking, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You had this look on your face like you wanted to either like say something or fart. You couldn't decide. Yeah, no, that wasn't the issue. Oh, well, it probably should have been. It would have been better. Always go with fart. Yeah, because otherwise you get something even worse. So today... I want to go over with you guys 16 horrible ways to die. True stories of how people died. These are true, true stories. stories. Yeah. That's what I'm taking this website as, being true. Oh, well. 
It's on the internet. It's yeah, obviously. it's on the internet. It's true. Well, according to my eighth grade speech teacher, if it's on the internet, it's true. She told you that? Oh, that was eighth grade. I was gonna say eighth grade. The internet was like barely existed. It was, was just like chat year. rooms and like really digitized porn. And we talked about that last week. Also, chat rooms about porn. Pretty much. Yeah. Pete was a moderator in those. Nope, was never a moderator. Like, but they had the weirdest chat rooms. Like, kids don't know what chat rooms are. They had the weirdest ones, like teenage werewolf chat and all kinds of weird stuff. Like that town that has werewolves in the UK. Yeah, exactly like yeah. that town. Almost exactly. London. I assume they're, these are werewolves of London. Uh, no, actually, it actually wasn't. <laughs> but he's, but I saw him, I saw a werewolf drinking a pina colada at Trader Vic's, and his hair was perfect. I, I think these guys don't know what we're talking about. Not big fans of Warren Zeman, I guess. I guess not. Sad. No. Sorry. You're, you're lost. That's fine. I'll take the loss. Sometimes you got to lose the win, right? No. 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 You, you, you pretty much lose. Once you lose, you're a loser. See, once again, here's a, we're talking about the difference between, in, in, between uh, distributive and integrative bargaining. <laughs> there doesn't always have to be a loser. You know, not to change the topic here, but you know what? Something that's funny I read today. Did you read something that said "losers lose"? Because that's apparently what you need to learn. No. <laughs> okay. Is that corn dogs are just hot dog Twinkies? Yes. Yes. Don't say it. Is a corn dog a sandwich? No. You said yes earlier today. I said mayhaps, and I flipped a coin. <laughs> So is a corn dog a sandwich? No, is a chicken tender a sandwich? Yeah, and yes, not, technically think, it is. No, it technically isn't because you're making up. And what, what if you put chicken tender on a sandwich? Well, then it's a chicken tender sandwich. It, 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 it sandwich is a chicken sandwich. tender sandwich sandwich, technically, if okay, you were to spell it out We're not going to talk about sandwiches. If they want to hear sandwiches, they go back to episode one. But what we will talk about is go to Pulse. Go to Pulse. You want to start there? Why Wait, is not? it on the list of ways to die? No, <laughs> it's not on the list of ways to I'm die. Be mad if someone built us, beat us to building the first gold pole, and then shot it and killed somebody. Right, like impaled them with a goat. We'd probably accidentally killed the last polar bear when we fired I think, I, I, think, I, I, I think we're. I think how we the way we find out about that that happened is from the wrongful death lawsuit we get served with. Yep. For for the Gotopult? In the name of science. Yeah, somebody somebody built a Gotopult and then promptly died as a result of its action. Then blamed, of course, they blamed us. Right. Yeah, but we didn't invent the, the catapult. We invented the idea of the Gotopult. That's right. It, yeah, but that, that's not necessarily a Gotopult. It's not a goat doing it. Right. What? No, we're it's shooting not... goats. Goats can't build catapults. They might be able to. Well, if they do, they're magic goats. What's wrong with that, Pete? They yep. never get anything done. I mean, somebody, someone can along and scare them and just, like, free them. I know, over. that's what I was talking about the other day when we were talking about this. Well, they don't all, not all goats are feigning goats. No, but we're only going to fire feigning goats. Only the goats. good ones. Yeah, why would you not? You, you got to fire feigning goats because that way when they see the polar bear, they stop and then the polar bear eats the goat. But it would be fun to see them kick through the air. No, well, they'd kick for a minute, and then you could see midair when they fainted and just kind of went limp. Right. And, and then, then they look like a stuffed They wouldn't go, they they go limp. limp. They, freeze. they freeze, so they're oh. actually, like, stuck in that spot. They look like a stuffed the animal. Set, the downside to that is that you don't know they're coming by you here. All of a sudden, you're... Apparently, they explode? So, no, because that's, that's yeah. them hitting you. Oh, that's them hitting um, you. Okay. Because, you know, they, they, they're not bleating as they, as they fly oh. through the air because they're unconscious. 
they're silent assassins, is what you're trying to say. Yes. Yeah, they're like ninjas. Okay, why don't you tell them about the story that brought this up? Well, first, let's recap. So in episode one, we talked about the fact that we were going to invent the Godopult that would throw goats through a catapult system towards polar bears. Right. To help feed feed the polar bears, because we were talking about how the polar bears were starving. Correct. Well, the polar bears are starved so much that a state of emergency has been declared as dozens of polar bears invade a Russian town. Right. And if they'd only listen to us. And knowing Russians, they probably just, like, rode them as steeds. Since December 2018, at least 52 polar bears have been spotted around Belushia Guba, a town on the Novaya Zemelia, whatever the fuck this is. Yeah, I was going to say, you're crushing the Arctic Ocean. Uh, They declared the state of emergency on February 9th due to the mass invasion of polar bears in residential areas. Godapults is the answer. See, if they would have built Godapults, they would have been being able to keep them at bay. Yeah, just been... like build a small wall with, uh, you know, Mexico pay for it. And then you can just like chuck a goat over this wall and, and keep the polar bears fed. Why wouldn't they just have the Ukraine pay for it? Oh, that's their Mexico, isn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Well, no. No. No? What, no? What's the Mexico? I don't know what you're saying. Georgia. Don't you? Georgia. What is it? Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. If, if, if it was if Mexico, if you if Ukraine was their Mexico, they wouldn't be trying to annex it. Oh, yeah. They're, they're actually doing some terrible things in Ukraine right now. They really are. They're killing people in Ukraine. Fuckers. Let's not joke about Ukraine. Aww. But we can talk about Georgia. Maybe. I don't know. It's pretty bad on that side of the world because apparently Russia people are... The rise of the Russian the, government, the return of the Soviet yeah. Empire. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyways, Did go to really leave. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, for about ten years. Yeah. So go to Pulse have the answer to feed these polar bears. Yeah. So then they'll stop eating residents and uh, kindergartners. Are they, they eating residents kindergartners? Well, I'm assuming that they're frightened to leave homes and their daily routines are broken. Oh. Just Parents. start chucking kindergartners. <laughs> the kidapult? The, the, the kindergarten. It's a pole. dual purpose. Kidapult. It can throw goats and... Well, what's funny is baby goats are called kids. Right? That's my point, Pete. <laughs> I don't know. You're, I, you're I wasn't a quick sure everybody knew that. Yeah. I am so Saving fast. Saving money on branding. It's great. Right? Speaking about branding, Toys R Us is making a comeback. What is it going to be called? I didn't read the article. TRU. So... <laughs> really? So they're going KFC? <laughs> on toys <laughs> Pretty I much. thought it was stupid I say just call it Toys R Us again And just flip the R the right way <laughs> Wait so it's Toys true? were us <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Toys whore us No we're us Not whore, whore us. us That's adult toys TRU's taken The well, word, to- call, the word toys true Toys for us It's like how Gander How Gander Mountain's now Gander Outdoors just... Toys for us So Toys to- R Us actually still toys exists by the way Just so you know Outside of America Oh, like does it's it? still called Toys R Us. They still have like 800 stores. Hmm. But they can't call it Toys R Us in America because they... The American company filed bankruptcy. Right. Hmm. Yep. But Sears, so did Sears, and Sears is still going to be Sears. I think there's different... Isn't uh, there different like degrees of bankruptcy? Well, they did bankruptcy and then couldn't be safe, so then they closed. How dirty would it be if they declared bankruptcy, closed all the stores, got rid of all the people that worked there for years, and then just reopened them again? 
I think it would be genius. It's, I think it would be like one of the douchiest things. Oh, it's douchey, but it's genius. Doing. Isn't that what? They, yeah, I was gonna say, isn't that the plan? Isn't that capitalism? Yes. Yeah, just to, to hell with anybody that helped you right. make you your money. Negotiated yourself into union contracts, and you can't get out of them, so you go bankrupt and then start, start over. over and, yeah, yeah, but Toys R Us wasn't union. Well, I mean, I don't know what the those people just getting out those of, people just but. showed up and did their jobs every day. They didn't deserve to be let go. It's not their fault the company went under. It's the company's fault. Just like when Borders went yes, down. Yes, it is. If they were fault. better salespeople, no, apparently. Yeah, they would have sold more max assurance. They, they'd met, if they if they if they met their sales goals, none of this would have happened. Wouldn't it be a sad day when the Office Max name just completely disappears? No, Mm-mm. I won't miss it. I will. Extra Sense. fences have been installed around kindergartens to better ensure. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice segue. How do you rate the fence for polar bears? Children's safety and military personnel are being delivered to workplaces by special vehicles while the area is patrolled. So the polar bears are now Mexico. <laughs> yes. We're building new walls and the military's on guard. Yes. So so Danon posed a question. What was your question, Danon? How do you rate these fences? Yeah, how do you tell if a fence is, is polar, polar bear, bear safe for your children? <laughs> polar bear I mean, you can't just put up any fence. I mean... Just, just standard chain link will do it, I think. I don't think you don't think a, a polar bear could just walk through a chain. Polar bear's fence? like nine feet tall on its hind legs. Like no, man, you no, just, no. You just put a chain link up there. That's good, you know. Maybe I, put a little pokey pokes on the top. Police and put a little police Peter. caution tape in front of your house, and yeah. then the bear knows. It's actually a tape that has Pete's face on it. They run away from it. And they run to it. We should just send. We should just send Pete to that town then. That's what I say, <laughs> dude. I'll go hang out and. A lot of Vostok, Russia, whatever the hell the town is called. What is the town called? I'm not gonna say it again. Okay, you couldn't. You didn't say it in the first time. Guba, Guba, Guba. I'll go hang Novoya Zemla. Ooh, it's a Voya Zemla. Sounds like kind of like a sexy Russian counterintelligence right. agent. Except you have to say it in a more threatening way. Zavoya like, Zemla. Yeah, that's that, better. Yeah, I'm frightened right now. Zavoya Zemla. Mm. I, like I actually want to go. With sounds Pete. like a Russian domestic vodka. I, I think it's a mail order bride. That's what it sounds like. Well, Doesn't it sounds it? like no. It sounds like a uh, like a KGB agent that's extremely sexy and would be like like against me secretly. <laughs> so like, if you want to come fight Pete, as opposed to the rest <laughs> of us who are openly against you, <laughs> right? Well, if you want to come fight Pete, bring it. Yeah, come fight me, Vladislav Vashnak, whatever your name is. N o v a y a. N o v a y a Novoya. Z e m. L Y A. Navoya Zamla. Yeah. Okay. Navoya Zamla. Sounds sexy. That's going to be Faith's new nickname. <laughs> I'm just going to call him Pete. It's easier. <laughs> no, there's a new name that works. It's going to be Navoya. Navoya, come here. Navoya. Navoya, come look at this layout. So should we? Do you think we should start sending them like airmail pamphlets of how to build the Godapult? Well, they don't get to build it before we get to build it. Mm-hmm. Airmail pamphlets, like. Well, yeah, we don't want to land. We'll be attacked by polar bears. You're, su- you're suggesting that we that, that we we leaflet them from the air. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why don't you just send somebody an email? Because <laughs> it's, it's more 2019. It's more dramatic. Right. It's more dramatic this way. <laughs> Plus, we get to go on an airplane ride. And and you, oh, you think we're going over there to do this? 
Well, you're yeah. going to be the one who pushes the uh, the pallet of leaflets out of the plane? No, I'm actually going to install a copy machine in it. I'm going to tell the copy machine to go. <laughs> just one at a time. Just yeah. one at a time. It just spits them out as we're well, flying over. We're going to circle the town for like 19 hours while they're all printing off. And then run out of gas because the printer jams, so we gotta like spend two extra hours trying to fix it. And then you find out it's a fuser issue, and that really pisses you off. Then, then we gotta get a tech in there. How does this go off the rails so quickly? It ends up ten thousand leaflets and one copier come out of the plane. This still sounds like a really great idea. And then we can drop goats off too. We can parachute them down. Oh yeah, they're they're uh, ammunition. Mm-hmm. Then if, if if we do that and solve the problem, why would they need to then build a go-to-pult? Well, for when they come back. Why would they come back? They're going to get hungry again, Ken. You don't know that. Are we going to poison the goats? Teach a, look, teach oh, a bear to fish. Poison the goats. And I'll eat for a lifetime. Teach a bear to fish. So we Not need to... polar bears because there ain't nothing for them to eat because we're douchebags. And lazy. The climate change is fake. Didn't you see all the snow out there? Yeah. <laughs> Oh. What snow? It's, you know, God's dandruff out there today. Oh, that was Pete. Yeah. Yeah, that was put there by the libtards. You know that. Just spreading snow on the ground. Right, just to make it look... Wintery. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to read. Okay. Good for you. I didn't know you know. Hi. God, here we go again. The first of... Are ten ways to die. You said sixteen. Oh, did I? Sixteen. Don't short us, man. Right. Ball sacked. Wait, is that the title of this one? It's called Ball Sacked. Yes. Like his balls got fired. On October third, two thousand seven, in Colville, West Virginia, an angry football coach has been reduced to working at a small town high school after being fired for cheating. As he tries to toughen up his players in an outlawed bullring drill, the coach is hit by a player, stumbles from the hit, and into the path of a kicker's kick, which hits him in the uprights. The kicker was given lead inserts in his cleats just before practice, and the force of the kick causes the coach's pelvis to shatter, and a piece of the bone is lodged into his kidneys and giving him a fatal case of septic shock. So, wait a minute, like, this, all of this had to be, this sounds like a Abbott and Costello routine or something. Like, everything had to be perfect for this guy to take it in the nuts. Million to one shot, Doc. Million to one. Yeah. I mean, these are these are oddball ways to die, so, I mean, got kicked in the dick and died. <laughs> That's brutal. Like, that needs to be odd, his tombstone. <laughs> Just like that. So, 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 going on that death. What's the worst shot you've ever taken to the pills, Danon? Oh, it was definitely in soccer sometime. It oh, was yeah. probably like someone kicked the ball and it went just... I remember one time playing indoor in the winter or something, just laying on the ground for a little while trying to catch your breath. I took, I took an elbow in basketball once. I was down, down pretty good there. Yeah. It was, I, I, like it was a for dirty a layup play. Or something? It was a dirty play, man. Was a, was a like kind of a dirty play. I don't know. Where were you playing? Because you're not that tall, and someone like getting down to elbow you in the nuts. No, I think I jumped. 
and they okay. th- they threw an elbow thrust. Oh, that is dirty pool. Is dirty pool, and he got both of them. I was down. That was at the. That was at U of M. Really? Yep. Like in 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 intramural league, or just just pick up. Just pick up. It was dirty. Wow. Ken, go. Uh, balance beam on a playground Ooh. in elementary oh. school. Oh. Is, yep. it, is it exactly what we're thinking? Yeah, except um, like this kid George, who everybody who I hated him because he was like a little he was a little monkey. And like you know, remember the big? Did you guys have the, like the big construction, like the big concrete culvert things? Yeah, yeah. On your, okay. on your playground, he could like clear one of those in like third grade. What? He was just wiry little thing, he just like right over it, like not like without touching, but like he could like literally, like he kick his leg up and like land it and then like slide over it. He had such momentum. Okay. He was like a you... natural born parkour master. Okay. Um, he grabbed my leg and caused me to lose my balance, and down I went. And bong, yeah, right there, right, right. Oh god, it was bad. And then, because it was parallel, like the balance beam was like parallel bars. Ooh. It doubled as parallel bars. So of course, I hit that. I'm, I'm reeling from that, and I f- start to fall over, and I hit my head on the on the on the other bar. <laughs> I bet you that was absolutely it hilarious. Was, it, it, I'm sure it was. It was fucking hilarious to whoever was watching it. But my god, let me tell you, I do not recall being in that much pain ever in my life. I believe it, Jonathan. Your worst shot to the pills. Go. Dude, Every, I, everybody remembers their first, their, their worst shot. I don't. Have you not ever taken he a shot? Blacked out. <laughs> I don't remember, dude. I seriously don't. Wow. I mean, I'm sure it's happened. You know, from like riding bikes and shit. Okay, I do remember one now. Ah, there you go. We, uh, it was the first time I went to the BMX uh, track. Back in high school, okay, uh, middle yep. school. I remember that one. Uh, in Richfield Park. Still there. And uh, went down the first hill, didn't know what I was doing, had never done it before, went up that first hill, and got launched into the air, came down right on the bike. Right uh, on the bar? Oh, yeah. Everybody's landed on the bar. Yeah, that's really the only one I remember, though. Okay, see, that was probably your worst one, because you always remember your worst. All right, what's the, what's the next death story? Mail order fried. Okay. On okay. August 14th, 2002, in Olaf, KA, was that? Kansas. Kansas. An obnoxious mailman who had a second job as, a, as the target at a local carnival's dunk tank insults the customers with embarrassing secrets he calls from their mail. Uh, that's, that's dirty. <laughs> Over time, balls that missed the target repeatedly hit the fuse box on the tank's water heater and damaged the wiring until it makes contact with the water, electrifying it. When one customer, a former professional baseball player who spent two years playing the game in Japan, hits the target, the mailman falls on the tank and is electrocuted. That's horrifying. Like for the guy that threw the ball. Right? <laughs> right? What kind of jerk-ass designs a dunk tank with, like, the electrical parts in the front where people are throwing stuff? You can still stuff? hit it, right? I swear, like, there has to be some version of common sense class in engineering because you see every once in a while, like, oh, look at these engineering failures. Like, why would they do that? And you're like, why would they do that? Oh, my God. Who, like, allowed this to happen? Or do they just skip the engineers and they're all very smart? And then some other contractor or guy who's thinks i can make this happen well it was at a carnival so it might have been a carny that's used to putting things together with like bailing twine and duct tape but still, probably 
Like a homemade <clears throat> dunk tank? Yeah, like a like a homemade dunk tank. It was probably, yeah, it's probably used to be his large fish tank. I don't know what carnies have in their home. Right. Do they have homes? No, they just sleep in empty dunk tanks at night. Yeah, that's what I thought. They <laughs> have dunk tanks. I they live in campers. Campers, huh? Yeah. You ever been to a carnival? Not like that. I recall campers, but I, I just assume they slept in like the tilt a whirl. Though they all sleep in the fun house at night. <laughs> yeah, with the wacky mirrors. Yeah. Curl up on the on the benches in the tilt a whirl. Sleep in the back of the bus. Used to be car. my favorite ride. Oh, I hated the tilt a whirl. It always made me roll. Do you remember the one that you would get that was really big and you would spin and it would like force you up the wall? The graviton. Gravitron. I actually liked the graviton. I couldn't do the tilt a whirl, but I could do the graviton. Uh, so the tilt a whirl. So I'm, I'm gonna tell you guys, the Tilt a Whirl was the last ride that made me hurl. Right? Really? Yeah, it was the Tilt a Whirl, and then after that, I never rode again. They had the big swing, the pirate ship swing. Oh, that love, was fun. Love the pirate ship. Um, also, the um, Scrambler, which you don't see much of anymore. You know what else you don't see much of anymore? The Salt and Pepper Shaker. That one, <laughs> or the zipper. What is that? The salt and pepper. Oh, shaker? the zipper. The, the, they had the zipper at um, Applefest in Fenton. Yeah. Yeah. There's a. <laughs> this is a story a, of so this uh, is me riding one of those, being like way too young for it. But my dad let me ride it by myself, apparently. And uh, oh, that thing. The seatbelt was not on very well, and uh, as soon as it started to go and flip around, I immediately like fell out of the chair and was just on the cage. Screaming, help, 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 stop, 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 help, help, the whole time. And the, the guy just never put Danny not, off of carnival didn't rides. end it one second earlier. And then just every time I went by, help, 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 <laughs> stop, 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 stop. He was probably looking yeah. at me. Yeah, I can see him looking up like, oh, look at this kid. I just like turned it faster or something. Because yep. they're carnies, you don't know. Oh, yeah. I had made no effort to like, hey. I was like the only one on it, too. It wasn't like. For the sake of the rest of the riders, they made it go. Like, I was the only one on so it. So he just wanted to torture a child. <laughs> yep. And my dad just stood there and watched him. I bet you left his ass. laughs every time he tells that story. <laughs> Your parents bullied you. And, like, <sighs> called it tough love. I think it's hilarious. It is kind of funny. <laughs> Probably thought it was hilarious at the time, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would have. It just goes to show you, folks, your, your kids are just, your parents are just people, too. And they're probably assholes. Yeah. We're all just people. And assholes. And assholes. We're all assholes. Especially you three. Yeah. Yep. Ready for the next one? Yes. Pornicated. Okay. On April 19th, 2010, in Tuscan, Arizona, a porn addict, compulsively, compulsive hoarder, throws out everything in his wife's vanity to make room for his filthy, dirty movies, prompting his long-suffering wife of 35 years to leave him. Unfazed, the man continues to feed his addiction, but forgets to eat and drink. You're kidding. Disorientated, he becomes he begins to stagger his way out of the house, but because he has been hoarding so much X-rated material over the years, he ends up getting trapped, collapses on the floor from severe dehydration, and dies. I feel like that one's 100% bullshit. He was hoarding porn. Hoarding porn, it says. How do you forget to drink water? Kind of like that kid that dies at the uh, video game bar and 
plays the games for 18 hours and passes out and dies. Or the tunnel digger who forgot to take care of anything in his house. Yeah. I'm just saying, I feel like that one's bullshit. I feel like that one's made up. You think so? Like... Have you seen, have you seen, like, have you ever been to a house that has a hoarding issue? Yeah, I've seen this, but, but here's what I'm thinking. So they wrote about this guy who's addicted to porn, but when the people find his body, they're not going to say, oh, he was watching too much porn and that's why he was dehydrated. I don't know. He's probably, I imagine pantsless. In, in, In my head, he's naked throughout this whole thing. Just walking through hallways filled with DVDs for no apparent reason, and like stacks of magazines that he eventually got trapped underneath. I mean, I, I, I guess. and the firemen walked in, and one day that was their day at work. Is that's his go-to story every time he goes out now? Is the time he went to that house? He like tells the new kids like, "Well, let me tell you a story about a porn addict." Right. I, apparently, that's what firemen sound like to me. Is that the guy? Ken? No. Oh. oh. It's a news notification I just, I just got. Is it? Hmm? What Don't was it? About it? What? Don't worry about it. What's the next death? Wait, wait, wait. Why do I have to worry about it? What was it? Because it's politics. Politics. You don't care about it. Oh. Well, say it. Oh, I just I got a notification that the, uh, the, the federal judge ruled that Paul Manafort intentionally lied. Uh... To prosecutors. About what? Hmm? About what? About his douchebaggery. <laughs> but it violates, in, in violation of his plea agreement. Oh. It's, it's official. He, he he blew his plea agreement because he so, is a douchebag. So he lied about not lying. So he's yeah. like, I'm not going to lie. Here's the truth. I, I promise. Give me this plea. I won't that was lie. A lie. You lied. Oh. They knew they were talking to a liar, though, right? More liars likely. lie. That's that's what that's what they do. Yeah. Lie, 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 and lie some more. And when you get caught, lie your way out of it. That's right. Next. Next. Rubber dubbed out. Is this the same one? I was, <laughs> I was just gonna say, is this the same story? Alternate title. <laughs> by the title, you would think it was. Because it's still like death by nope, dehydration. No, it's about a bath. <laughs> You're close, but not quite. Shower. Can you choke on a ducky. Nope. Soap. That involves soap. Soap right. on a rope. Was it in the shower? No, it wasn't in the shower. He slipped. You know, this is what happened. He slipped on a bar of soap, fell on a duck, and then died. Nope. Okay, Slip. go. He slipped on a banana peel. You're getting closer. Just read the story. <laughs> on August 27, 2004, in Tusca, Oklahoma, a man who had stolen a bag of groceries from a blind pregnant woman hides in a car wash to escape police. The car wash owner runs the daily maintenance check and the thief becomes disorientated by the chaos inside the car wash. During his struggle to find the exit, his head becomes impaled by a 1,000 PSI spray nozzle, which fills his skull with water. The force of the water pressure inside the skull eventually causes his head to explode. I I claim bullshit again, man. There's no way. I don't know. Humans. Humans. There's... Okay, but there's, it there's, opens with there's steals speci- a bag of groceries from a pregnant blind That's lady. That's what I'm saying. There's specifics in this story. <laughs> right. Like, stealing a bag of groceries from a pregnant blind woman adds nothing to the story of his death. Except okay. for that he has Deserved a bag it? of groceries. Right. Then you know he's. it's fine that he... he... 
How do you find that nozzle and get him? But it expl- it's it's by means of explaining why he snuck into a car wash. Yeah, but he just said he stole a bag of groceries from a woman. He didn't have to add pregnant and blind. You got something against pregnant blind people? Yes. Oh. They can't hold on to groceries. Right. Apparently, this was Pete's uncle or something. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uncle Dastardly. So, did he like turn around quickly when he wasn't looking, catch the nozzle in the eye? That's what I'm assuming. Because like, you can't actually punch that through your own skull wandering around with a bag of groceries. <laughs> I'm I mean, sure by like, that time he had dropped the groceries. You don't think he dropped the groceries by then? Well, he went through a lot of effort to steal it. Right. I mean, okay, he went through a little bit of effort to steal it right. from a pregnant blind woman. Like a smushed bag well, it's of like bread. Well, she's like the perfect because she, first, she can't see which way you took off. <laughs> and she can't chase you because she's pregnant and can't run. So Easy pickings? It's easy pickings. Crime of opportunity. <laughs> it's really the only thing stopping people. Right, and maybe he needed that baguette. Maybe he needed that baguette. It's possible. There's always a, a bag of groceries always has a baguette, it always has a baguette. <laughs> sticking out and some green leafy lettuce. <laughs> All right, what's the next death? Uh, bag of groceries, baguette. But there's always a loaf of French Th- bread. There is, there, there is. is. There's That's always true. a loaf of French bread. <laughs> I was okay. I was at the movies one time, and uh, I was with my friend Samaya and Billy, and we were sitting in the very front row. These kids behind us in the movie Ronin. Have you ever seen it? Maybe. Well, anyways, there's a scene where they're carrying a bag of groceries, and there's a French baguette. There's always a French baguette. There's always a French baguette. And you hear the kid go behind us. He goes, what's that in the bag? It's bread, dude. Sabaya turned around. She goes, that's fucking bread. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think you're right. I think even in Ghostbusters, when she walks in with the groceries... There's a leafy vegetable and a baguette. Yeah, there's a little leafy vegetable sticking on the top and a baguette. There's always. It's like, the, it's like all of Hollywood has one prop bag of groceries. Well, they have only one newspaper. Every movie. Yeah. They have only one newspaper. What one is that? It's the same newspaper in like hundreds of movies. Huh. You never know. You didn't know about that? No. Like even the movies where the paper twirls, it tells you what uh, what's happening next. It's always the same paper. It's always the same paper. Oh, nice. Okay. Anyway, what's next? Well, now I gotta look this up. Oh, jeez. Oh, what are you looking up now? Paper? Yeah, the newspaper. Well, yeah. I think in Taken, where, where, when Liam Neeson sneaks into that apartment building or something, like he he's carrying a bag of groceries with a baguette in it. I mean, it's like all, there's always. That's how you know it's what, a bag of groceries. What's in that bag? Of groceries. groceries. It has to stick out. That's right. You have to, that's the only way you know that it could it's be a bag of rock salt. Yeah. For all you know, you just you need bread sticking out to say that it's groceries. That's funny. Yeah, because anyone has ever purchased a single paper bag of groceries ever. Or how how often do you see a paper bag anymore? You can still ask for them. Yeah. But, yeah, a single paper bag of groceries. Well, paper bags are biodegradable. That's what you have to remember. I know. The, nobody in a movie wants to be seen to be environmentally unfriendly. They I never bring their own bags. No. I mean, I bring my own bags. Can you bring your own bags? Yeah. Are you your own bagger? I'm a, I'm a bagger. No, I hate the earth. Uh, no, Dana hates the earth. Sorry, earth. Why are you all looking at me? Because I know you don't bring your own bags. I also don't go to the store. Oh, yeah, that's right. You have them delivered. That's right. Weirdo. In bags. In bags. Plastic bags? 
Yeah. Only some of the stuff comes in the plastic bag. Then he uses garbage. Then he then he uses them for garbage, guaranteeing that they make their way to the landfill. Okay, what's the next uh, death story? Is it about garbage bags? But at least they're not opening up in the ocean. If you only knew what was really in them. I assume it's a bunch of porn. (laughs) No. No. You're hoarding. No, I'm not hoarding porn. Uh, Red, white, and blue. Guy chokes on a flag. Okay. What's your guess, Ken? That's my guess. I, I don't know. I'm not gonna guess. I'm, I'm if I did, I was assuming it involved some him getting blown by something. <laughs> Dana, you got a guess? Right. So like a Russian blows a Caucasian, and then he dies and turns blue, like the red, white, and blue. No, um, maybe well, Ken's... somebody's red and white got blue. <sighs> <laughs> there we go. Well, Ken's the closest. On July fourth, nineteen eighty three. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a. Wait a minute. Ken's the closest to this? <laughs> He's the closest. Okay, let's Okay, let's hear. Like it. physically? <laughs> no, of everybody's guess, yours was the one that was the most. Oh, if I had to pick word. one, yours would be the most correct. All right, well, let's hear this. July 4th, 1983, and Lawrence, uh, whatever. A group of rednecks attempt to. Sl- a group of rednecks attempt to celebrate the 4th of July by launching a firework from a homemade launcher. When it fails fireworks. to work, one of them looks down the barrel of, of the launcher and the firework idiot. explodes in their face, shattering their skull and brain. Yeah. It Who? shattered their brain? Your brain can't shatter. Well, it says shatter. Okay, sorry. <coughs> shatter. Shattering skull. his skull into his brain. Oh, that makes more sense. I don't understand these people. Like, you know it's an explosive. Like, it doesn't do anything except explode. You've never seen America's Funniest Home Videos? I mean, this is what happens. I know, but... A guy's skull doesn't get shattered on America's Funniest Home Videos. No, but they they do stupid shit like that. Like... Boy, do they. Yeah. They do. People are really dumb. Unbelievable. That's why I always wonder. I still, like, all the fail videos that are out. How many people do you watch die? There's one I saw today. There were like near misses on on uh, car wrecks and stuff. And this one lady like ran in front of a car, it, like a truck. It was a it was a delivery type big van. It hit her, spun her around, and spinning around, put her head underneath. And the the truck braked just before the back tires crushed her head. Like front tires hit her, spun her underneath the car, and it braked just before it just ran over her face. Good lord. Yeah, that one was weird. That's frightening. On that note, what's the next death? <laughs> <clears throat> that's all, folks. You say vats all? Yep. I have assumed. Uh, beer vat? I'm going to um, say acid. Ooh, going right to the acid. Huh? Yeah, that's like how the Joker was made. Right. You're pretty close. On June 19th, 2001, in Chicago, Illinois. A cemetery owner digs up his corpses and dissolves them in hydrofluoric acid to make room in the plots and coffins to put them up for resale. That's dirty. <laughs> After his co-workers refuse to go along with his plan, the cemetery owner decides to do it himself and ends up falling into the acid tub, burning himself to death from the inside out. Good lord. Wow. This, this guy's terrible. He's a capitalist, this guy. 
again, like EMT is like somebody's got to go clean that up. Like somebody found that. Like somebody went to right. work one day, had a cup of coffee, and then found a dude in a vat of acid. Like half a dude. Half a dude. Well, meat parts of a dude. Playing another dude. Surrounded by other corpses that he's dug up to try and, like, have this reselling casket scheme to make tens of dollars. This guy I mean, this guy owns a cemetery? That's what it said. Don't they still want, like, you, you? even if you dig them up and take the caskets out, the headstones still have to be there, right? Or do you, like, turn them the other way and then rebury the plot? I, I, don't, more I don't know. I don't know how that works. It doesn't make more dirt in the ground. It's kind of a pretty macabre scene that a, that a dude it really is into. yeah yeah like just corpses around and a half a body in acid that's messed up right that'll mess with you that'll give you ptsd if you walked in on that shit for sure i have ptsd just from this i know not to say that you know we i support those people who actually do have it right like financially you support them no of course not Thoughts and prayers. Yes. Yeah, only. Yeah. Not even that. Just, just thoughts. Just, just thoughts. He doesn't pray. <laughs> There's no sense. We're, of we're atheists. There's no prayers. But I mean, <laughs> if we did pray, we still probably wouldn't. I'm sorry. You ready for the next one? Yes. Yeah. I don't even know what number we're at, by the way. It doesn't matter. We'll do. Th- yeah. We'll do three more. Next one is double O severed. Ooh. Double O severed. What could so this he's got to be on a spy mission, right? Which involves putting his dick into something. And he gets that cut off because he's a ladies' man. And then bleeds to death. Balls. D- dips his balls. Double O's. Double O's. <laughs> balls. He got his double O's suffered. <laughs> you might be right. What's your guess, Pete? Oh, man. They both took both my ideas. I only have one. All right. So no guess for me, then? No, I got nothing on this one. You guys were close. But not, but not close enough. On May 6, 2017, in New York, New York, a spy committing corporate espionage climbs down a hotel's air duct to install a listening device outside the room, which an important meeting is about to take place. His assistant nephew accidentally turns on the duct's fans, which catches the spy's rope and winds it up. He bleeds to death when the fan's blades sever his legs. Wait a minute, wait a minute. His nephew killed yeah. him? Did his I hear that right? nephew. His assistant nephew. It wasn't yep. the real nephew. Right. It was the assistant <laughs> nephew. Oh, my God. Who does assistant nephew report back to to be like, oh, wow, totally didn't see that coming. Uh, the, nephew, the nephew, apparently. Yeah. It's the nephew, then the assistant nephew. <laughs> then the associate nephew. Every the deputy while, assistant nephew. <laughs> sometimes they have to contract out a freelance nephew yeah. when the job gets too big. Yeah. And don't even get me started on the cousins. I mean, it's... All right, you ready for the next one? Yes. It's called Handy Crapped. Nice. What's your guess? Portage on accident. Portage on accident? Ken, what do you got? He's really pondering. He's pondering hard, too. Indoor bathroom. Okay. Hmm. And Danon? With, go with, with shoddily like... installed uh, handicap like, access bars and stuff. Okay. So he like, slips on them and falls. and like, the, like they come out of the wall as he's trying to... Yeah. Okay. Okay. Danon, um, what do you got? Well, I was just going to go 
like the hand well, the the outdoor bathrooms at like a park that are dug down into the pit. Not okay. just the regular porta john, but like one with dug into the ground. Oh, you went you went worse than a porta john with the pit toilet. Yeah, the pitter at Richfield Park. Yeah. All right, what do we got? So this one's local. I know. On July twenty fourth, two thousand one, in Flint, Michigan, a man in a mobility scooter and a neck brace bullies other coworkers and regularly threatens to sue his company for causing his injury. One day, one of his co-workers walks in on the man taking off his neck brace and discovers he's been faking his injuries. Oh, yeah. The man chases after his co-worker on his mobility scooter to keep her from <laughs> riding him out to his boss. But the co-worker loses him in a waiting elevator. The man plows through the elevator doors and ends up falling down the empty elevator shaft, dying from severe body trauma. Why is that called handicrapped? I have no idea. It has nothing to do with poo. Wait, how did he get through the elevator doors I on his don't... mobility scooter? Like he plowed through them, like it's. Did like he take the governor the off or, or something? something? Yeah, like, it's like what, what happens when you when you when you get a gas powered golf cart? I mean, oh, I can't stop. This <laughs> little scooter. Just... He did everything but slip on a banana peel. Come on. I don't know, dude. I feel like these are a lot of these are made up. Okay, what's the next one? What's the title? We'll tell you what it's about. Fire in the hole. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Can we take all of our answers from the last one? <laughs> yes, all in all, went to, it like, feels good on the hole. <laughs> so fire in the hole. Yep. Somebody sat on a grenade. <laughs> Death by fiery poops. <laughs> what do you got, well, David? Launching firecrackers out of your ass. All right, this is this is the last one. Okay, we finally have a winner. Oh no, and it's Pete. Oh. <laughs> what? I thought of like the most ridiculous thing I could think of, and I win. On July 16, two thousand two, at the Florida State Prison, a neo-Nazi jail inmate attempts to escape by having his moronic friend get himself arrested while carrying a hand grenade in his rectum. Oh my god, I nailed this. <laughs> Wait, that's their escape plan? <laughs> it's for the other guy to go to prison with but, a grenade a, in his a ass. A grenade. In the old prison wallet. <laughs> Once in jail, the friend has trouble extracting the grenade. Just grab it by the pin and pull. That's... <laughs> so, so the neo-Nazi tries to get it out of himself, and doing so, he pulls out the pin. <laughs> setting off an explosion that kills them both. The explosion blows out the friend's guts and blows up the neo-Nazi's face and skull. Wait, so, so he was he was down there fishing for it. <laughs> you, yeah, he was looking. He was. <laughs> what kind of plan is that? What are they gonna do? Put the grenade on the wall of their cell and try to walk out? I, seriously, what are you gonna do with a grenade to escape from prison? Can we go back to that podcast where we all escaped from prison? And did anybody think, oh, I need a grenade to make this happen? No, because we thought of the dumbest ways to escape, and that was too stupid for even that. Because you couldn't even escape. What can you do with one grenade? Apparently die. Well, yeah, Threat- besides blowing your ass out into your Threat- friend's face. Threaten to blow somebody. <laughs> Threaten to blow up the, the room unless they let you out of it. Oh, there you go. See, maybe that's... Well, they should. They could have still just done that. I'm like, listen. So he's got, got like, one finger in the guy's asshole on the pin, right? <laughs> and they, they march into the warden's office saying, you let us go or I'm going to pull this pin. I'm trying to imagine how this happened. So, like, wait. So, he's trying to pull it out, right? He accidentally pulls a pin. Does he say, oops? (laughs) (laughs) 
No, he says, oh, shit. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> like, oops, and the other guy says, why, and what? Pr- and the guy probably shits. <laughs> he probably he does. He probably should have. But the other guy says, what? What'd you do? And the guy says, uh, nothing. You know? <laughs> and then it just explodes. <laughs> it explodes. Oh, that's horrible. That's terrifying. So there you go. There are some of the worst ways you can die. Oh, they're absolutely the dumbest horrific. ways to die for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is really Is there actually a smart way. way to die? An old woman warming your bed. All right, there you go. There okay. it is, folks. Fair. Ken wins that round. So, uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about what happened today on Instagram as millions of people just disappeared. <laughs> we'll be right back. A butt. Peanut butter from the butt, right? Peanut butt. Er. So just, just spread that shit on thick and eat it. <laughs> that sounds it's, it's like It's like Nutella, but, you know. More no Nutella's from the other side. Not as tasty. <laughs> More nutty. It's, it's a bit nutty. <laughs> oh, God. Remember that scene in Austin Powers? Of course, that's yeah. what he said. We brought it up. Which one? One where he's drinking the liquid. No, the, the movie version or the, like, the edited TV version where it's... The movie version, the good version. Yeah, yeah the, the one where it says this coffee tastes like shit. Yeah, yeah. the, the yeah. real version. But like on t- when it's on TV, it's like it's a bit nutty. He doesn't say they, that. They skip that line then. In the movie, he says both. I was say I thought he said both. He does say both. He does say both. They just skip that line. Well, they, they they cut out the thing so like his reaction is it's a bit nutty like, like they just it's actually pretty well um, like it's not an obvious edit really no. right. I really like the way they did. Most of like sometimes when they edit that stuff out, it's like, "Hey, you guys missed fifteen minutes of the movie." No, right. There was one movie. It was the Fifty Cent movie, where they played it. Fifty. What was it? Oh God. I remember a Fifty Cent movie. I hate it Straight when like out. it's obvious, like when you know the actor says "Holy shit," but they change it to say "Holy jeez." Right. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Like obvious. That's the best part, though. Uh, but anyway, straight out of Compton, they actually played that unedited. Uh, I mean, it was cable; it wasn't air TV. But they played unedited, full swear and full nudity, everything. You can do that on cable. Yeah, right. That's the whole point of cable. The boobs. But it wasn't like HBO or anything like that. It was like USA. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you know, they're. I mean, basic cable. The the seven words you can't see on TV. Basically, you can do all of that stuff now. Well, yeah, that's true too. And and just so you know, back in the day, USA Late Night showed some stuff. Yeah, when you were watching Up All Night with Rhonda Shear. Yep. Oh, I remember. I didn't have that. cable as a young person. <laughs> USA yeah. All Night. The lengths you would go to for like a little bit of skin. Yeah. Way better when it wasn't Gilbert Godfrey on. <laughs> right. Most annoying guy. Hmm. Is he the most annoying person? He's pretty close. Who's more annoying than Gilbert? Bobcat Goldthwait. I like Bobcat Goldthwait. I like him too, but I don't like listening to him talk. Well, he doesn't even do that anymore. The, yeah, because that, that whole um, you know cracky voice thing, a la Zed in Police Academy. <laughs> I loved Zed in Police Academy. Just, him I, and Sweet Chuck were great. Can't mm-hmm. listen to Bobcat Goldthwait talk. I also don't like the way Sam Kinison used to yell all the time. Oh no, Sam Kinison! I never found mo- funny. In ter- but in terms of most annoying, I would probably say Andrew Dice Clay, and just like his existence. Uh, 
Yeah, that oh. guy's. A, yeah, that guy's a dirtbag. Like, I would rather listen. I would rather listen to Gilbert Gottfried, like read love, like like read love stories to me, than listen to um, Andrew Dice Clay talk about anything. All right. Do we have more of those uh, submissions for the worst erotic poetry? <laughs> Who read, read it as Gilbert Gottfried? Right. <clears throat> I can't even do a Gilbert Gottfried voice. I can't do it. Can't do um, it. No, that's not a Gilbert. I Godfrey. wasn't trying to remember. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good day, mate. I'm Gilbert Godfrey. I am. <laughs> that, that doesn't work. Is that him? I don't even know no. what you guys are talking about. So, Gilbert Godfrey sounds like this. God, you're loud. And that's loud. basically it. Jesus. That's as close as I could do to Gilbert Godfrey. You see, like, I, I like Gilbert Godfrey in a Million Ways to Die in the West, where he's like, "I'm Abraham Lincoln. I'm so fucking rich." That was a better Gilbert Godfrey than my Gilbert Godfrey. Danon's was that horrible. That was an objectively terrible <laughs> oh, Gilbert this Godfrey. Guy. The guy who can't open his eyes. <laughs> Why are we talking about... How did this happen? I don't even know. Because that's the magic of the Flix podcast. <laughs> are you going li- to make us listen to Gilbert? Great maple syrup country. Yeah, see, he's like not funny. Okay, so on a rope. he's not funny. He's not. But I, I thought it was a little funny. So what I would find funny is if Gilbert Godfrey actually didn't sound like that. He, actually, if he sounded like Danian's impersonation, like he's all proper and whatnot. He's like, hello, I'm Timothy Godfrey. I'm here for you to talk about maple syrup. You know? Mm-hmm. That's probably just all an act. Probably doesn't sound like that. No, he hasn't changed in 30 years. He's very good. He got lost in the character. He's committed to the bit. He's committed to the bit. He went full retard. Like, uh, (laughs) what was that movie? Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Thunder. Never go full retard. Never go full retard. And we only use that word in conjunction because it was in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. If Robert Downey Jr. can say it, then we can we can all say it. It's okay. I mean, he was he's actually the only actor who's been allowed to do blackface. Well, that's because he was a dude playing a dude playing another dude. I know. But if you think about it, it is funny that nobody actually nobody ever that criticized. Up. Yeah, never, every man, nobody ever complains about him playing, doing blackface in that movie. Right. Yeah, that's surprising well, because they went after Fred Astaire. Katy Perry know. just got bitched at yesterday because her shoes came out. They're black shoes. Oh my god, they're fucking hideous. Aren't they, they are though? hideous. But they're just black shoes with eyeballs and a mouth, and they um, classified it as blackface. I mean, at best. They're the ugliest shoes I've ever seen. And at worst, it just gets racist. Is it blackface? So no. Is it tasteless? Absolutely. Yep. It was and the same thing as a sweater that, that pulls up. Like, I don't know what the, the deal is with also that. Also not blackface. I'm across sorry. the board, 
bad idea. Just terrible. We can just objectively agree, terrible. Objectively terrible. And possibly racist. Like, there's no upside to any of that. It wasn't like, ooh, we tried this cool thing, and it looks so great, we just went with it. You're like, no, you were shoehorning this, I don't even know what it is, into products that are pissing off tons of people. Is it going to get to the point where everybody's going to be afraid of make anything? Yes. No. Is it going to get to that point where people are going to be afraid to say anything, are going to be afraid to make anything? are going to be afraid to write anything. Will it get to that point? I think it will. I really do. I think it's going to get to a point where you're going to be so like, oh, this is going to offend somebody. And then it's just like the bandwagon effect. You know, another person jumps on it, then another, then another, then 15 more for each one of those. And then the next thing you know, there's a couple thousand people who are sitting there bitching about it and making it go viral. And that's not even supposed to be anything. No, I'm just saying, is, is it going to get to the point where people are just going to say, you know what, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not saying anything in this interview. I'm not going to make songs anymore. I'm not going to draw or write. I'm not going to post anything anymore. Is it going to get to the point where people are just going to not do anything for fear of whatever? No. 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 Not as long as there's a Donald Trump. Not as long, I mean, just artists in general. Are you saying like, it has to be the whole every... point of art is to say something? Like those people aren't going to just start painting beige yeah, canvases. It's supposed to disturb the comfortable and the comfort the disturbed. Yeah, that's the whole point. I mean, every comedian. I mean, like that's their job is to say all the things. Like, but they can't even do that anymore. Yeah, like, look at James Gunn. Sure they can. No, they look, look at people Gunn. get fired from their jobs now. Look at some of them. What's his name? Couldn't even host the Oscars. Right, Kevin Hart. <clears throat> Kevin but Hart. Even then, though, those people are like big enough to try and tear down. All the other people not getting paid anywhere near that. Don't give a fuck. Well, unless there's a video out there, and then someday when they do get paid, that video pops out, and then they lose. That's all I'm saying. Like all those people they were recording and making the nicknames for, like Picnic Nancy and stuff. Yeah, like those people. Well, those people were legitimately shitty people, though. Well, they are shitty people, but... I'm talking about people that are, like like Dana said, like, just, you know, doing their wares or making people laugh. Um, they say one tiny off thing, and they suffer their life for it. Wait, are we, um, are we going down? Because I feel like we've said terrible things. We are well, going said down. terrible things, yeah. We're, and yeah. someday it will come back to bite us in the ass. Yeah, 100% will come back to bite us in the ass. But I've done way worse than this. I'm not even concerned right. about, like, the fallout from this podcast. No. Everybody's done shitty things when they were young. Oh, yeah. Every single person. We're not young anymore. Right. We're still doing this. But we're not doing the shitty things we did when we were young. We're doing slightly lesser shitty things. Speak for yourself. Right. You don't want to know what kind of atrocity he commits at at truck stop rest areas across the country. That would involve me leaving the house. (laughs) Handy crap and all that. No, no. He does it remotely. Oh, remotely? Telephone hypnotism. (laughs) Telephone. <laughs> okay, please explain this. I want to know the details now. What? That was in a movie once. Was it really? It's a Woody Allen film, yeah. Oh. It's a premise think, of a Woody Allen film. I think it was also in the Naked Gun. Yeah, you hypnotize somebody and then you like you, you, you leave a, a subliminal um, a subconscious uh, thing in their head where you can trigger the, you can trigger the hypnosis with a word. You call them up on the phone, they answer the phone, you say the word and all of a sudden they're under your control again. You can tell them to do whatever you want. Oh, okay. Explains a lot. Yeah. Well, that's how Woody Allen was able to get his younger women. <laughs> Had them all hypnotized. Yeah, it clearly works. 
Because have you seen Woody Allen? Please. They're in love with his genius. No, they're well, not. More like money. They're, love, they're in love with his mind control. He probably doesn't even have that much money. Well, he has to have some. He has some. Well, I don't know all that money he's been paying Mia Farrow <laughs> <laughs> over the years. All right, what's our next topic? So Instagram today had a little uh, glitch or something, apparently. Um, Instagram users spiral into existential crisis after losing followers. Instagram users woke up today to discover that many have lost followers overnight. In most cases, the number of followers on Instagram users lost was just a handful to several hundred. According to reports on Twitter, however, uh, major Instagram personalities like Selena Gomez lost 2 million followers. Ariana Grande lost 3 million. Needless to say, people were not happy and wanted an explanation as to why their social media street cred just went down. I've seen some of these... Um, posts these people made, and they are legitimately angry about losing 30 people. So I just lost 32 30? followers on 30. Instagram, oh, and I'm not just... happy about it. <laughs> Instagram, <laughs> fix your shit, please. I have like 80 followers on Instagram. Mm. My dog has 50 followers <laughs> on Instagram. Earlier today, I had. I one... don't even care. I could lose them all. I wouldn't honestly care. Yeah. Earlier today, I had 1,159 Instagram followers, but now I have 1,116. You better freaking be glitching, and you better fix this glitch soon, or I will not be happy. Angry face. You only have 1,000 followers. Nobody cares. Right? It's like, and then what? Yeah, what are you going to do about it? Boycott Instagram? Yeah, you're going to go over to Twitter or something? I mean, ooh. So let's, I'm going to check mine here. Don't threaten me with a good time. This other person lost 1,000 followers. Ooh. And I, apparently that 1,000 followers was a month's worth of work. Look, work? Work. If you're, yeah, when you're trying to build your brand, you spend a lot of time recruiting followers. I guess, but I guess I find it weird that people's existence is tied to this number of people that have to look at them. It's because well, you're too old, Pete. I guess. I mean, I am I am getting up there in age and you know, we uh lived in the generation that didn't live for likes. So, oh, but with celebrities though, that's like your business card. Like if you can walk in and say, "Well, I've got, you know, 150,000 yeah. followers." And they'll be like, "Oh, well, we'll consider you for this position because apparently you're more famous or not." Like for most people that like 1,000 likes Nobody no, cares. but you're also advertisers. But, I mean, right. you know, they they look at you and that you're it's marketable value. I mean, I mean other, how how genuine. else do you get invited to fire invited to fire festival if you don't have a bunch of Instagram followers? Right. I guess. I don't know. It's just, it's, it just seems weird to me. Oh, it is. I mean, the <laughs> yeah. universe is upside down. Absolutely. Our North Pole shifted. Did you guys see that? It shifted. Yeah. The, well, not the North Pole, but the magnetic North Pole. Oh, mm-hmm. did it revert? Did it shift polarity? Uh, no, because no, that North does po- happen. No, its actual location has shifted. Right. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah it's moved. I think that's, that's interesting. Magnetic North is two. no longer magnetic North. If you've seen the movie 2012, um, you know this is like what's gonna. We're all dead. How much did it shift? Thirty-two inches or something like that. Yeah. So does it wobble and then flip? It's like you said, Pete. I, I saw something where they've measured in the strata of the rock where magnetic north and south flip occasionally. Like every 
few hundred thousand years or something. Yeah, it flips. And we're like, a few hundred thousand years overdue. Yeah, I don't know what that would cause. That'd be so weird. It's 34 miles per year they're moving. Oh, they're both moving. Well, well yeah. yeah. They have to both move. So they're they're starting to flip. Yeah. It's starting. It is beginning. Um, the magnetic... Also, sorry, go ahead. Go, no, go ahead. The magnetic North Pole is approaching the shores of some Arctic islands in northern Canada. And at the rate it's moving in 20 years, it will be 640 miles further south. That's a long ways. Mm. And also... Very, I feel like they're fl- they're flipping. They're starting to flip. The reasons they're moving is due to the same reason they exist in the first place. Convention currents on the other surface of the Earth. All of that liquid metals flashing around on the surface generates our planet's magnetic fields. And moves them around. Yay! It's right. beginning. But global warming won't mess with those anymore. The normal, right? I don't know if global warming has anything to do with the flipping of I'm the magnetic I'm hoping not, because if... If the magnetosphere goes, we all just cook yep. really quickly. Right. It becomes, uh, I don't know, Venus. <laughs> Maybe that, that, that to that extent. This is a natural process. Yeah. Like I said, every 100,000 years. years old, and it actually happens every 600,000 years. Oh, right. there you go. And we are in the midst of a pole shift right now. Every 600,000 years. But when you say things like, and it's a natural process, so are extinction-level asteroids. True. Natural process. It is true too. So six hundred thousand years. That means no human beings have been evolved to our point. Have ever seen this happen? Right. So we don't know what's. We, we don't, don't know, know what's going to happen. Like. It could be like Y two K all over again. Like, Except for probably will be scary. Yeah. So we have to like turn all of our compasses upside down. <laughs> like oh. Just have to realize the toilet water starts to swirl the opposite way in Australia just, and the United matter. States. Everything's done by GPS now, anyway. Uh, right. There are some places that GPS does not reach. Hmm. That sounds like a failure of the GPS system, then. So, does the North Star become the South Star? No, well, the North Star is not going to be the North Star. Yeah. Like, the North Star is going to change anyway. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The stars, the stars change. They're not going to be in the same spot all the time. That's expanding. Yeah. Those jerks. Well, no. Eventually, it'll be a different star, and then and eventually it'll come back to being the the it's Polaris. I can't remember what the other star is that it's going to be, but Polaris will move out of position and no longer be over the North Pole, and then, um, eventually Whatever it'll star. shift. Eventually it'll shift back, and it'll be Polaris again. Interesting. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't. Know. That sounds weird. How could it come back? Just the way the Earth rotates. As it moves through the heavens? You said heavens. I'm not sure about that one. No, it's it's legit. <laughs> because the universe is still expanding. Eventually, our current constellations will no longer exist. Well, yeah. Exist. I, I, I'm not, yeah obvious, eventually, that will happen, yes. Okay. But not for millions of years. But before okay. that before that happens, uh, Polaris will move out of the... Out of the, out of the it, it will no longer be over the North Pole. It'll okay. never longer be at the point of our at the point okay. of our rotational axis, and then eventually it'll shift back. Yep. So, yeah, it's gonna be great. Interesting. I'm interested in this <laughs> in a scary way. Apparently, it also affects nuclear warheads somehow. Ooh, it, it affects nuclear warheads. Yeah, forces them to detonate in their silos. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Thank God. Right. It's good because the magnetic north pole end up, ends up somewhere over North Dakota. Um, all right. They're all just going to blow up anyway. <laughs> so in lighter news. All right. That's not like life altering and endangering. No kidding. A frog who has had no friends for 10 years finally finds more of its species. Yay, it's a happy story. Happy frog. There may be plenty of fish in the sea, but sadly that's not the case for a... You're not going to be able to say that. I'm going to try it, though. Ready? Schwanikos, water frog. Just call it a water frog. The water frog. Schwanikos. We will call him Jim. Jim. Jim the frog. For a decade, no one has been... <laughs> he does not look like a bullfrog. He's <laughs> okay. very tiny. I got that one though. See, you see, I got that reference. You did very good. Thanks. For a decade, no one has been able to locate a single member of the species other than poor. Oh, he actually has a name. His name is Romeo. Uh, oh, of course it is. <laughs> Leaving him to live all alone sad, in his Bolivian aquarium. Wherefore art thou, Romeo? Romeo. <laughs> in my Bolivian aquarium. <laughs> But true love always finds a way, and at long last, researchers have discovered more of his own kind, including a Juliet, Juliet of course. for Romeo. Oh, my God. Someone needs to let those researchers out every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> they probably should have let the fro- frog Rogo. out or not brought him in to begin with. Right. They kept him from his family. I bet one of them vowed chastity until the frog could find true love. Yeah, well, what happened is... Well, it's easy. If you spend your life researching frogs, there's not a a big dating pool anyway. Right. Well, maybe they were hoarding it, thinking it was their Prince Charming. So, what I think happened is the frogs, see, they came up to the complex, and they wanted to get in, but the researchers wouldn't let them in, but they separated the baby frog from the adult frog, and then lost the paperwork. <laughs> the debt. The debt. Oh. <laughs> oh. And that's oh. why the frog was alone for 10 years. Right. And that's the, oh, the plot of our Disney Pixar but movie. We spent, but we spent, oh, but, but they spent that 10 years really totally focused on, the, uh, on, on a competing toad's emails, though. That's right. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Dude, that's fucking golden. <laughs> it's brutal is what it is. Dude. <laughs> All right. So, and then, but it's a happy ending because he got to find his family and maybe got some. Before they all go extinct. Before they all go extinct. All ten of them. Or how many there were. Yeah, they're working on a long-term plan to return Romeo's future babies to their wild home. Frog- but not Romeo. Frogapult? No, Romeo's saying <laughs> back to get tadpole, some action. Tadpole exodus. <laughs> Did you say Frogapult? It's the easiest way. For what? To, to eject a frog from your residence. Why are we ejecting frogs? I don't know. You said it. Danan said it. How we reintroduce them into the wild. Have, you can't have too many of them. And plus, oh, let's get a bunch of frogs. It's always a great idea, but I'm always the one that ends up walking them and feeding them. Like my <laughs> hamster story? <laughs> you love your dog. Don't say you don't. I absolutely do. I, I will never claim otherwise. Can you imagine having 200 hamsters at one time? No. No. It's horrible. You've had 200 hamsters? Yeah. What? Yeah. On purpose? No. Did, Did they mate? 
What? I said this. I told you guys the story. We don't listen to you. Yeah, that's that's no longer pets. That's, that's an infestation. So <laughs> obvious. I told you about how the mom ended up eating the babies. That explains the smell in his house. No, I thought it was cat pee. You never even were ever at the house. <laughs> I just assumed this all happening while you were, you know, being a hermit down the road. <laughs> no, this was years ago, like middle school. He was being a hermit, tending to his flock of hamsters. <laughs> My flock of hamsters. What, what is it? What is a group known for hamsters? Uh, let me look that up for you, good sir. I don't know what is the a group of hamsters. I, I, I would a hoedown, a hoedown of hamsters. That's what I'm going with. A hoedown of hamsters. A hoedown of hamsters. Oh, they're actually just called a horde. A horde yeah. of hamsters. <laughs> yeah, a group of hamsters is called a horde. Wait, do you have to make individual little pieces of angry armor for them, like little headpieces, little tiny angry spears? Well, you can't be a horde unless you a have horde. spears. Yeah. And, okay, yeah. so here's the top ten animal group names. Individuals. I want to My- guess number one, a murder of crows. No. Oh. Individuals. Mice and rats, as a group, is called a mischief. Okay, I dig that. That one's not bad. It's not as good as an exaltation of doves, but it's okay. Individually, they're called gerbils. As a group, they're called a clan. A clan of gerbils! <laughs> Apparently, if it's not Scottish, it's crap! Apparently, big in Scotland, the gerbils. Who knew? Some of these are really funny, actually. So, so wait, wait, is it, is, it's clan with a C, right? Not clan with a K? Yes, with a C. <laughs> Do you have to make them tiny little hoods, too? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they really hate chinchillas. <laughs> individually, they're called sugar gliders. As a group, they're called a colony. A colony of sugar gliders? Yep. Those things are cute. I don't know what that is. It's like a flying squirrel. Cuter, it's sweeter. As you can say, <laughs> better in a pie. Yes. Individually, they're called ferrets. As a group, they're called a business. A That's business, pretty sweet. A business. Of a ferrets. business of ferrets. A business of ferrets. There's a band name. Right. I would have called them a stink or something. And then you got to make them little suits. <laughs> Talking like about stink. Replaces. You just want to like make clothes for all the animals of the world, don't you? Because they like people. Talking about stink, a, individually they're called skunks. Well, but that's already plural. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not group name. Not as a, group, a group, they're called a surfeit. A surfeit of yep. skunks? Yep. S-U-R-F-E-I-T. I don't think I like that. I don't, I don't dig it. I would have called them a stink. I would have called them skunks. A reeking. A, re- a reeking, reeking of skunks. Uh, a reeking of stunk, skunks. That's I, way better. Yeah. I, that's way better. Individually, they're called rabbits. As a group, it's a herd. A herd of rabbits? A herd of rabbits. That's boring. Right. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Individually, they are called parrots. In a group, it's a company. A company of parrots? A A company company of parrots. parrots. A bunch of yes men. (laughs) Individually, they're called hedgehogs. In a group, an array. Array? Oh, like a desk of hedgehogs, I think I prefer. <laughs> an array come, of hedgehogs. Come view my array of hedgehogs. Yeah, but you can have an array of anything. You can have an array of pens. It would make more sense to have an array of pens. An array, array of, array of hedgehogs. How many hedgehogs are there that you would need an array? Three. This is like. You think three? I mean, like, are they all different hedgehogs? Because if it's like 
the same type of hedgehog. I imagine they look pretty much the same. It's not much of an array. It just seems like more than one hedgehog. <laughs> hamsters and a horde. I already said that one. Right, a horde of hamsters. And the last one, which everybody knows, is a fish and a school. School of fish? That's boring. I like Murder of Crows. That's one of my favorites. Did it make the list? Yeah. Murder of Crows to make the list. I like uh, a group of uh, of like young teenage girls. It's called a giggle. I heard that somewhere. <laughs> what? A giggle of girls. A giggle of girls. Like a gaggle of geese. A gaggle of Is geese and like a young giggle. teenage girl geese be like a giggle gaggle. <laughs> yes. Is it a wriggle raggle? No, I don't know what a wriggle raggle is. You just made that up. I decided that a uh, that a group of cats is called a disdain. <laughs> okay. A disdain of cats. cats. Right. I like it. That one. Seems legit. So yeah, so there you go. Nice. So the frog found love. Yay for the frog. Good for the frog. It's a good field goal. What's home. the group of frogs called? A hop? Well, let's find out. Or is it just called frogs? Mm. A stew. A skillet. <laughs> a stew of frogs. A stew of frogs. A skillet of frogs. A group of frogs is called an army. A an ni- army of a, frogs. A 94.5 the hammer of frogs. <laughs> <laughs> yep. An army of frogs. That's boring. They could have thought something better. Why wouldn't they go with a plague of frogs? Right. A plague of that, frogs that makes w- more sense. That would be great. Which would really, if we had the frogopult and some sort of evangelical church nearby, <laughs> like every <laughs> once in a while on Sundays. I like where your head is. <laughs> like 103 frogs just start raining from the sky. Oh, boy. That sounds horrible. Like, really, really horrible. It is horrible. That's why it's funny. <laughs> As stated earlier, we're assholes. Yeah. We are We are particularly assholes today. We're All right, assholes we got, every day. Yeah. Man. What do we got coming up? Not this whole week. I felt like it was Thursday or Friday since Monday. And yeah, every day that was last weird. week. Well, that's last because week? nobody went to work last week. We went to work every damn day. So did I. Oh, no, wait, one day we didn't. No, we went to work every day last week. Was that last week? Man, everything runs together. It was the week before. Okay. What about a Parliament of Owls? Ooh, I dig that. Parliament of Owls. How come that's not Parliament of Owls. I like that. A, what are, shr- a shrewdness of apes. What are monkeys? A shrewdness of apes. Well, but... Monkeys are not apes. Oh. A sloth of bears. Ooh, I like that one. A sloth lazy, of lazy bears? ass bears. A group of cats is actually called a clouder. A clouder? So that yeah. That's actually clouder. not that bad. What do you call a group of sloths? Sloths are solitary creatures. They're not known <laughs> to be grouped. Right. A group of them is unusual. A gang of elk. I remember that one. A tower of giraffes. Uh, that one seems weird. A bloat of hippos. <laughs> a bloat? It's just a bunch of fatties. Like, it's just mean. Like, Who's doing that? A stand of flamingos. Okay. An ostentation of peacocks. Ooh. Look at that. An intrusion of cockroaches. <laughs> Obviously. See, yeah, the way they've named these, I'm going to say you're two top the list of whatever it was that they had previously done. A smack of jellyfish. <laughs> A peanut butter of jellyfish. <laughs> A romp of otters. 
Ooh, that's a fun one. Mm-hmm. A mustering of storks. <laughs> a mustering of storks. Mm-hmm. A streak of tigers. A prickle of porcupines. <laughs> you got nothing else? Let's see. There's definitely a librarian in charge of this. A leap of leopards. Uh, that seems too easy. It's like they're working on the children's book. I would have called it like a prowl of leopards. A congregation of alligators. A cauldron of bats. That's a good one. A cauldron of bats. And that's it. Well, there's more. The shrewdness of apes. Cauldron of bats. I think we could come up with a sloth of bears. A gang or an. An, obst- an obstinacy of buffalo. An obstinacy of buffalo? An obstinacy of buffalo. That might be my favorite. This is definitely someone who has tried to move more than one buffalo and failed. <laughs> an army of caterpillars. A caravan of camels. Kind of boring. Kind of lame there. Right. A, a the coalition name. of cheetahs. Oh, I like that. A coalition? Because there's a lot of negotiating. The murder of crows, obviously. One. A cowardice of dogs. Hmm. That doesn't make any sense. I always thought it was a pack, but it's not. Well, it's pot. a pack of wolves. Pot of dolphins. A pot? A pod. Oh. A pod. A convocation of eagles. Ooh, look at that. Getting all proper one on. Mm-hmm. A parade of elephants. Because you'd have to. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's Colonel Hothie's elephants. bloat or uh, a, blo- uh, a, hippo- uh, a group of hippopotami are also called a thunder hmm. a mob of kangaroos really? what a conspiracy of lemurs <laughs> that might be my favorite a conspiracy of lemurs yes a troop or barrel of monkeys a barrel there you go there you go uh, Jonathan a barrel of monkeys a barrel of monkeys huh that's a good one so did that predate the game? I had to have. I'm guessing that's where the game comes from. So should we make other names for animals-themed games? Hmm. Can we come up with the lemurs? It'd be like a clue game. <laughs> the Parliament of Owls, apparently. An right. unkindness of ravens. An unkindness. Yes. An unkindness. Rabbits are sometimes also known as a colony or warren. Yeah, Warren, I like Which, that. if you've ever read Watership Down, you know you know about Warren's rabbits. Um, a, a crash of rhinoceroses. That's a good one. A dray or, squir- or scurry of squirrels. Read that, Jonathan? Scurry of squirrels. Group of tigers, also known as an ambush. <laughs> Anybody want to guess what, uh, what, what a group now for turkeys is? A gobble. <laughs> a rafter. I was going to say a raptor. Or... Posse, a posse of turkeys. Posse of turkeys. <laughs> Ever been wow. chased by turkeys? Yeah, they got attitude. A venue of vultures. They could have been Power Rangers. No, I've never been chased by turkeys, but I did get chased by a swan and a goose. <laughs> a wisdom of wombats. So is that the tiny costumes we're making for the turkeys? It's like Power <laughs> Ranger costumes for no particular reason. I want to Photoshop this tomorrow. Oh, man. In a zeal of zebras. A zeal of zebras. A zeal of zebras. I think that's cool. That's all I got. Mighty Morphin Power Turkeys. Mm-hmm. So, like, what are their Zords? Just 
bigger turkeys. bigger and bigger turkeys. <laughs> Form a bigger turkey. <laughs> Just grow like okay. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much what they do. Fan out. <laughs> All right. What are we? What are we actually supposed to be talking about in this segment? Just random bullshit. Oh, we're doing a good job of that. <laughs> mission accomplished. <laughs> You mean mission actually accomplished, not like George W. Bush mission accomplished, right? Well, no, well, obviously did you that, find would, out that would be not that would be not accomplishing anything. Did you find out what a pack of monkeys is? It's a barrel. A true yeah, barrel. Oh, a barrel full of monkeys. Okay, a barrel of monkeys. Well, there's a barrel of monkeys roaming Florida that could infect people with herpes. Because <laughs> <laughs> Florida, <laughs> monkey herpes. Florida just can't catch a break when it comes to potential dangerous invasive species. Mur- <laughs> One of the latest threats Murpies. comes from a growing population of rhesus, uh, rhesus, whatever, that can pass on a potential deadly herpes virus to humans uh, who get too close. So, like, what? monkeys running around with, like, canker sores and stuff, huh? If they get too close, is it airborne? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't they, think herpes was airborne. They will bite you, and what? you will get herpes. Or are they throwing a herpy poo? Herpes infested poop at you. Yeah, herpy poo. We should put that in a video game where, like, your character's going through a jungle or whatever, and then monkeys keep throwing herpes infected poo at you. When it hits you, it's like, you got herpes. God, <laughs> like, shit. The gift that keeps on giving. It might not kill you, but you'll spread it to everybody you love. <laughs> it might not kill you, but you'll want to die. <laughs> So it's it's herp- herpes B virus, and while not common, well, it's common and not particularly harmful. If it can be fatal in humans if not treated immediately. Good lord, immediately. really? Yep. Uh, and it is transmitted via saliva, so urine, kills you? saliva, urine, and feces. So there right. you go. You called it. That's their own poop. So don't make out with the monkeys, Mm-mm. or get peed on, or get peed on. Use a condom, folks. Use a condom. Protection is the key. That's yeah. right. Make sure you use a condom. Protection is key. That monkey will give you hep B. <laughs> It'll be like a rap ad. It's just like a monkey herpy PSA that we're listening to. No, it's a people, a group of people that's going to get attacked by monkeys in Florida. Wait, did they go out looking to get attacked because they didn't believe it could happen? No, they're just at a park. And there's monkeys at the park. Oh. With herpes. They're just, just covered in herpes. <laughs> Dripping with herpes. Dude, there's a lot of Riddled with herpes. <laughs> there's a lot of monkeys in this park. Oh, a few minutes later. A few. It doesn't sound like... It sounds like just a kid is faking it. It's like Blair Witch Project over and like, Right? The their parents in the background going, moo, or something. I don't know. No, they're That's chasing. like when you're camping and like somebody's telling a ghost story and someone sneaks up behind you and starts rustling the branches and shit. Oh, behind you! I think one just got hit by a bat with a bat. Dude, these oh, monkeys yeah. are like vicious. That's a dude in a monkey suit. <laughs> no, dude, these are I... the, yeah, these are little tiny monkeys chasing these people down this this like parkway. Well, it's obviously not that. You're crazy. nine. Other things will happen. Well, it's not oh, that crazy because just... one, they didn't drop the camera. Well, but really, he's gonna tell the story of how he got herpes from a monkey in a park for kind of a while, even at nine. <laughs> that just sounds like an easy out, like you know. <laughs> 
she had a careless weekend in New York City or something and ended up with herpes. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, it was a monkey. A monkey gave it to me. Is that how you tell the story to your wife when you get back home? Why you have to get the medicine? <laughs> there was this monkey. There was a monkey. We, we were in this park, just like, you know, doing community service. And, <laughs> and this monkey came along. And next thing you know, he's flinging his poo at me. And he's got herpes. Would you, if you heard that story, would you believe it? I think it was hilarious. Would you believe it? Nope. No. Ken, would you believe? Ken, would you believe your own story? It'd be a struggle. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Well, that's pretty funny though. So yeah, so be careful, you people down in Florida. Watch out for the monkeys. Oh, Florida man will take care of all that. Nothing to worry about. Good old Florida man. You gotta love Florida. Florida man, man's though. the best. He is, isn't he? He, like, saves everybody. Is this a real guy? Florida Man? Have you ever seen those new places? Like, Florida Man caught, caught um, you know, in the at the racetrack naked. Or Florida Man <laughs> caught with alligator in bathtub. Or <laughs> This is a thing. It's always like, Florida Man. <laughs> so this is your... So you think this is a superhero? Here you go, 24 it's times. The, it's like the worst possible superhero ever is Florida Man. All right, are you ready? Are you going to read us like the 24 best Florida man <laughs> headlines? headlines? Yes. Yep. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so great. Florida man vapes semen. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, that's disgusting. Wait, to go along with the one who was injecting it into his arm to right. cure his like, diabetes or something. What was that one? <laughs> it was what it was. It was his back, and it was for diabetes, yes. Florida man accused of attacking girlfriend with banana. News at six. <laughs> Florida man on drugs kills imaginary friend and turns himself in. <laughs> Florida man is a terrible superhero. Florida man tries to pawn stolen jewelry at store managed by a woman whose home he just robbed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's hilarious. <laughs> Florida man high on Flocka tries to break into jail to visit friends. Flocka, I wonder Flocka. if he brought a grenade. <laughs> Flocka, Flocka. Uh, Florida man attacks mom's boyfriend with samurai sword. <laughs> what? I lost that one. Where did it go? <laughs> you don't want to find it. Oh, yeah. Over missing can of shrimp. <laughs> you uh, Wait a minute. A can of shrimp? Can of can, shrimp. Yes, a can of shrimp. Like, Shrimp comes canned in Florida. Shrimp comes canned everywhere. I've never seen canned shrimp. Have you ever looked for it? Well, no, why That's would I? probably why. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Florida man arrested for calling 911 after his cat was denied entry into the strip club. <laughs> okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Apparently there was too much pussy already in there. <laughs> did you just add that? Goes yeah, the, I did. Because of the obvious joke. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> You're fired. Oh, good thing we're not paid for this, anyways. <laughs> uh, so wait a minute, wait a minute. In other states, is there a Michigan man? No. No. Why is it just Florida? Because Florida. Because it's Florida. It's a, it's a funnel. <laughs> I mean, it is the United States dick. Yeah. Florida man calls, dials 911 and demands a ride home to change his underwear. <laughs> well, if you gotta change it, man. Florida man tries to use taco as ID after his car catches fire at Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, who's the cop? Like, can I see your ID? He's Taco, bro. <laughs> You're your ID. This is who I am. <laughs> yeah, I am bath salts. Florida man hits boyfriend with plate for listening to too much Alanis Morissette. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> That's ironic. <laughs> Sorry. Florida man. I'm fired. <laughs> Florida man allegedly stabs brother after macaroni and cheese goes missing. <laughs> Apparently, shrimp and macaroni and cheese are a big deal. It's life or death shit, man. <laughs> Apparently, you have to cut somebody this, if that happens. This one's perfect. Florida man robs gas station, leaves job application with identifying information behind. <laughs> can I have a job, yo? No. Can I have your till? Sure. Here you go. You can have my resume still. What the hell? He turns in the rest. He's like, I'm going to need all the money in that dr- in, the, in, the, in your register. Uh, man strips naked after claiming to be a monkey outside 7-Eleven. He must have got the herps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <sighs> definitely. He's pacing zero. Hardware store discards 15 feet of carpet after Florida man rolls himself up into it and pees. What? <laughs> 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 You know what I wanted to do? Pee in a tube. <laughs> not there's, no way, tube. there's no way that doesn't get on you. That's a city tube. A carpet tube. Carpet tube. But he, he rolled himself up in the carpet. Yeah. And, and urinated. Like, like a little burrito and then peed on himself. Yeah. 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 The pee burrito. Florida man dies in meth lab explosion after lighting farts on fire. <laughs> Florida man punches girlfriend's father and bit a boat captain after getting caught having sex in the bathroom on a cruise. That's the most sane one so far. (laughs) Florida man arrested for twisting two-year-old boy's nipples off. What? (laughs) That guy needs more than just that guy needs his ass kicked. The opening line is, an inappropriate game of titty twister has led to tragedy in Northport Ritchie. Is there an appropriate game of Titty Twister? I think that's the question here. Like, what's an, how do you play an appropriate game of Titty Twister? Like, there's rules. Like, okay, Joe, you go first. Well, the Queensberry rules. <laughs> yeah, but, you, yeah you, you, Titty Twister and the Marcus Queensberry rules. And you have to be the same age, same sex. Otherwise, it's, you know, harassment or abuse. Oh, okay. Yeah, you have to be evenly matched. Florida man calls 911 over missing beers so many times he got arrested. Okay. Well, he wanted his beer. Right. Just, I feel like it, this is the taco It guy. went missing because he drank it. Uh, Florida man butt dials 911. His murder plot gets accidentally recorded. He deserves that shit. How do you accidentally dial 911? That means you would have to call it You can swipe over for the emergency call. Oh, Florida man charged with DUI in his motorized wheelchair. That's just funny. Because he went right through the elevator door. (laughs) I was waiting for somebody to connect that to that one. Uh, Florida man says his cat downloaded child porn, not him. (laughs) It was Mr. Whiskers. Right. He's a sick bastard. (laughs) Those are also his bath salts. Uh, Florida man calls 911 80 times to demand Kool-Aid hamburgers and weed. <laughs> What's the call? 911, state your emergency. I want Kool-Aid 
hamburgers and weed. 80 times. 80, 80 times. times. Not twice, not 10 times. 80, 80 times. times. Florida man in jail after he played doctor with real patients for the second time in just over a year. Was he a doctor? No, he was actually a teenager. What? So he's, wait, did he sneak into a hospital? I don't I. Patients were stupid. Posing as a gynecologist. Did they think he was Duke <laughs> Bowser? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so that's, that's Florida Man, Pete. Florida Man's amazing. It can be. Constant source of entertainment. Yikes. That he is. So, in other news today, uh, the NASA Opportunity Rover is officially dead. Oh. It was only supposed to last 90 days. Right? Like, and it lasted 15 years. Applause to the engineers over at uh, the rover. Yeah, whoever, whoever 30, engineered Yeah, for $30 billion, dollars, it should have lasted more than 90 days, and I'm glad they did their jobs well. Right? Yeah. Like, got, is that crazy, we've though? We've garnered a massive amount of data. 15 that project. It's amazing. years since that landed there. It's amazing. It really is. Like, I don't remember that happening back when i was that young i remember it i do remember it they they made a big deal about it yeah, well, it i remember a making a big deal about it but i don't remember it being so long ago right well that's because like i feel like it was closer to like maybe well, t- well time flies when you're having fun oh, <laughs> oh. sorry sorry question mark I'm sorry. If only they could have gotten one of those guys part-time on the uh, dunk tank project. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> We'd have one less uh, dead person there. So I wonder if we should hire NASA just to solve the uh, immigration problem. They probably already did. Uh, probably. You know, it, it, it'd, it'd be nice to finally have an engineer's input on the, <laughs> on the whole border wall thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. There was one border uh, town that was wanting to take down their razor wire. Right. Has it deflated too many volleyballs? <laughs> Hard to say, Ken. Kids on both sides are just like piles of soccer balls. They're all deflated. Oh, I totally thought you were going with piles of bodies in the razor wire. <laughs> no. <laughs> totally thought that's where you're going to go with that one. A conglomeration of corpses. Yeah. So, Microsoft is asking people to stop using Internet Explorer. Yeah, do you hear that guardian alarm? Stop using Internet Explorer. <laughs> I take it you have an issue with guardian alarm. I use Firefox as my primary browser at work, and I'm trying to pay the bills because that's my job. Right. And I can't get it to load on Firefox, and I can't get it to load on my on, on Google Chrome. Had to go to Internet Explorer before I could get the friggin' website to load properly so I can make the payment. Now, were you on Inner Explorer or were you on Microsoft Edge? Edge. So those are two different things. Yeah, Edge is different than Explorer. It's it the is. same thing. It's the same thing, but they are technically different. And the, what they want people to stop doing is not use stop using Edge. They want people to stop using Internet Explorer. But yeah. there are it has legacy web apps that will run in it, and that's why people still use it, hence why you're probably your payment gateway is yeah. that way. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, Edge and Explorer are two different programs. 
So when's the last time either one of us have actually used um, the Microsoft browsing program besides Ken for work? Um, oh, work for troubleshooting other people who are using it. Okay, that makes sense. Um, every time I buy a new computer. Yeah, yeah, you got to use it for a second. Good point. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, it's the number one software for downloading other <laughs> other browsers. However, there to, is yeah. a way of getting around that if you download to a thumbstick um, uh, night night. Well, yeah, obviously, because then you can just run night night from the thumbstick and it'll download everything for you and install it for you. But I I use the browser to go to night night to get everything else. Oh, I have it on. I just put night night on, on stick. Don't have to worry about it then. Don't have to get infected with the. Edge herpes. <laughs> edge herpes. Apparently, edge edges herpes. like monkeys. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, it's the monkeys of the internet. Well, I mean, edge is just a pile of shit, anyways. Yeah, I mean, it's bad. It's basically Internet Explorer by a different name. Yeah, it's we no, still love you, Microsoft. We love everything else about you, just not that. It's no Netscape like your communicator. Yeah, like your operating system, like your Office program. Huge fan. But really, with the internet browsing, just stop. Just stop. That's all good, man. So what's your favorite browser? Netscape Communicator. I already said that. What's your real favorite browser, (laughs) dickwad? (laughs) It's, I probably use, well, you know what? I use equal amounts of Google and Firefox. Google. Google. I'm a Google guy. I use Firefox only when I have to. I don't care, but that's the one I use. No. Mr. I already told you Firefox. Okay. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Stop using Internet Explorer, you dickbags. So when we come back, Stamp. Ken posted something to our group page about millennials killing dating. We'll talk about that when we come back. Millennials have adopted a culture of undating, and frankly, it needs to stop. Oh. Um, so apparently, guys, it turns out that we're millennials. Nope. Uh, yeah, we're on the cusp. We're I've, on the cusp I've, of being a millennial. I've seen yes and it, no. It, yeah, yeah, I've seen things too. But um, you know, for it, it, it's generally becoming accepted that we're millennials, which I, I think is bullcrap. But whatever. Um, what I'm mean, okay. So we're all in relationships or married. In Danon's case. Um, Pete and I are as good as married. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. Not to each other, but, you know, <laughs> that's because he won't put out. Uh, put out? It's not worth it. Wow. <laughs> Anyways. That went sideways. <laughs> we'll pay for that one later. I yeah. know, right? right Someone's <clears throat> sleeping on the couch. So, but anyway, um, I, I, I haven't, I don't date. I don't know how to date. I, I, I think I'm pretty terrible at it, actually. Um, I think it was. I was on uh, Plenty of Fish for like three hours after the divorce was final. I mean, that was. Um, but dating is not a thing that happens anymore. Like you don't really date if you're if you know when you're when you're, you're hanging out. Instead of do you want to go out to dinner? Or have, you, do you want to go on a date? You ask them if they want to hang out. Seems like um, kind of a cop out. Instead of dating, people are talking. Right. Like, what does that mean? I don't even. I, this is something I was just introduced to like a couple weeks ago, um, which is why it kind of clicked in my head when I was reading this article that I wanted to share with you guys. But like, oh yeah, we're talking. Like, what does that mean? 
I don't know. It's it. It all seems like a cop out to me because when we were young, and and this is me being old again, maybe. But when we were young, it was a big deal. I mean, you actually are telling this person that you're interested in them, right? Like you're interested in having a relationship with them. Would you like to go out to dinner? Would you like to go out to a movie if you're young? You know, would you like to do this? Would you do that with me? But I feel like if you're just saying, would you want to hang out? I feel like that's a cop out. I yeah, feel like, like that's like, hey, uh, that's not saying you're interested in someone or attracted to them. That's just right. saying, hey, you want to be friends. That's what that says. So is so this so my question then is like, is is asking someone if they want to hang out just like say, is basically the equivalent of saying, I'd like to see you naked. I don't want to have to commit to you in a relationship in order to do that. Let's. I don't think it's that. I think oh, it's no, the no. first thing you said. Like uh, no taking applications for side checks. That's like, <laughs> no one wants to commit to any one thing. Why would you bother now? I mean, no one asks anybody to go steady anymore. Nobody gives somebody like, their I don't ring. Think, I, I don't think those U.S. teenagers this, these days what going steady means. They they wouldn't even know what they would have no concept of what that is. Yeah, that could be more of a change of the times though, more than anything. Well, yeah, but like, but why have the times changed monogamy. that much when it comes to relationships? Like, well, divorce is more prevalent. You don't lose everything in a divorce necessarily. But. I, in, in, if divorce is your concern, then I would think that, it would, that, that dating would become more important. Right. Taking the time to, to actually, like, you know, evolve into a relationship with somebody to make sure that you're 100% compatible. If all you ever do is go around and hang out with people and talk to them, then you get married. Of course it's not going to work out. Also, hanging out implies that there are other people around. Yeah, like... Like, like when we used to ask somebody on a date... You knew it was just you and that other person, right? Yeah. Because if there were more, it would be a double date. And the guy paid and didn't expect sex at the end of the night. Right. But you paid. If you're asking someone on a date, you pay. When you're hanging out, everything's a la carte. You're all separate. Well, maybe that's it. The millennials can't afford their own meals. They can't afford two meals. That's the only reason that they're doing it? Everyone's hanging out at coffee shops them. because you can scrounge up some change. Nah. You got any spat Get change? a latte and try and get laid later. Watching TV. I Netflix. Mean, yeah. Netflix and chill. I mean, it might just be us getting older and trying to hang on to ways that we are used to. But I still feel like you're not really putting forth the effort in telling somebody that you're interested in them because it's scary or something like that. You know, because it was a big deal for us. We had to work up the nerve, you know, the day that you had to plan out the day, you know, the day you're going to ask around, you're sweaty and everything had to be perfect. You know these times, right? And you get sweaty and you go up there and you talk like an idiot and it was hard. I mean, it would have been so much easier if I just knew I could say, hey, do you want to hang out? Right. So does this tap into our, the thing we do with everything else now where we don't like to lose because we get, we can't, we don't know how to handle rejection? It's it's possible that it's that's a, it's the case. Part, it's a participation trophy. So if you're not if you don't ask someone out on a date date, then there's no chance of them saying no, and you don't have to feel like oh I was emotionally invested in this and I got rejected, so you don't have to feel like that. More it's than possible. likely. So like, hey man, let's let, let's hang out. Like hey bro, let's hang out. The guy's like oh dude no I can't I, I you know I got this thing going on. Oh, okay no no problem some other time. You go up to a girl and do that same thing. It's like you can just play it off as being cash or whatever. Yeah. But if you actually show interest in them, yeah, and they say no, 
it hurts because it's all, we've all had that happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's but again, fun. but we've learned how to move on from that. Right, and this is and the same with like you know we played sports and we lost and lost and learned how to lose as a result of that. Wait, earlier you I said out, that you ask someone out and you get rejected. That's a loss. And you learn how to deal with rejection that way. Right. The only way you can adequately learn that is to actually experience it. I'm sorry, Jay, about what were you saying? I said earlier today, I said something about you have to lose to know how to win. You guys told me I was wrong. But you did, just, did, you just, did we? Yeah. You, I don't remember you saying that. No, I did, t- I did say I that. I think I was just disagreeing with you out of principle. Oh, yeah, okay. I think I was too. But I did say that losers lose. <laughs> Well, no, because like, what is what is, if you don't know what if you don't know what losing is, then you don't know what winning is. That's true. that's what you're I was saying right, earlier. Yeah, you abso- guys told me I was wrong. And I'm like, abso- what the fuck are you guys I, smoking? I'm sorry, I was just disagreeing with you on a principle. I wasn't because you're absolutely you because you're absolutely right. Jesus fucking Christ, I, dude! I thought I was fucking insane today. Well, you are. <laughs> you are most days, but no. On this, on this one, I'll give it to you. You were absolutely right on that. Um, you, the, the, you have to you have to get rejected in order to uh, be able to move on from something yeah. like that. Yeah. I agree. I also, like, if something were to happen um, to Faith and I was single again, I wouldn't even know where to start. Like, oh, I yeah. wouldn't have a clue. Like, I would probably oh, yeah. be single for the rest of my life. I would if have some, no if idea. Ha- if something happened to Curbs and I was, like, alone again, I'd, I'm going to die that way. That, that That's it. I'd just be done. Yeah, because I, I'll, I'll go and I'll ask somebody out. And don't think I'm a creeper or something. <laughs> that, but see, that's right there. That is the reason why you ask people to hang out. I think. I think that is the point of it. And I remember you when you want to come off like a creeper. Yes, because you get that connotation. You're like, well, shit. If I, you know, it's just something so negative. I remember one time you've started a relationship. In fairness, guys, Jabo has started a relationship more recently than any of us. That's true. That is true. Go on. I'm. I'm just observing that. That's all. My point to this is, back when we were all at Omax, there was a girl there who went on a date, and you guys all followed her to the restaurant, and you were making fun of the guy about being a creeper. And I remember this conversation. I didn't do that. No, you weren't there. No, you were down just... at Waterford already. You okay. weren't even already been at Borders by then. I think I'm pretty sure it was at Borders then. Oh, okay. Anyways, but I remember your guys' conversation about the guy that she was there with being a creeper. And I just remember, like, I wasn't there. I didn't go. But I remember you guys trying to tell me the story about it. And as you guys were telling me the story, I kept remembering thinking, like, what is this? What is the guy's interpretation of what happened that night? Like, there's the person who went on the date. There's the guy who was there. And then there was you guys who were watching. And it's like, did he did he feel that way? Like, did he feel like he was being the creeper? Oh, I doubt that he did, which lacks, which is just a lack of self-awareness on his part. So let me ask you this. Just to refresh you guys on the story, I'm sorry, I just want to, I just want to, I just want to clarify this for the, for, for, for our, both our listeners and for you guys who aren't familiar with the story. Um, 17-year-old girl working at our store starts talking to this guy who she went to like seventh grade within a different school district. He asked her if she wants to go out for dinner. He was, he was supposed to pick her up at... Seven, eight o'clock, I think seven or seven thirty or eight o'clock at the store, because uh, she was a little nervous about because you know just a couple of the things he talked about kind of threw up some red flags and she was a little nervous. He was late to picking her up and it was like after nine. It was like nine fifteen when he finally showed up. He had stopped at Things Remembered, 
and bought her a necklace and a jewelry box to put it in and had the date of their first date engraved on it. Okay, see, I didn't know about all this. Yeah, that's weird. That's a li- yeah, that's, I mean, that's that, a little that, overboard, that right? That's intense. Over- yeah, that, okay, that's a little overboard for sure. And t-shirts with their faces photoshopped <laughs> together kissing. Yeah, like he hired a caricaturist or something, and wow. um, and then they went to they went to they went over to the Mexican restaurant El Cazamel, which we love. Yeah, it's my my favorite Mexican place. Yeah, it's great. Um, went there, and he was speaking Spanish, trying to impress her, and she spoke Spanish and uh, was fairly conversant in it. And the words, like the little bit of Spanish he knew, like he was say he, he said "Como está." And he was, he thought that meant thank you. Like. So he, so he was didn't a, really know Spanish. He didn't really know Spanish at all, but he was trying to impress her by using Spanish. Right. Or her at all, apparently. Uh, apparently not. Yeah. And he was, it seemed like he was less interested in, in, in her as a person and more interested in like, you know. Right. So, so yeah. So that was a. So with the more details, I mean, it does definitely sound like more of a. Yeah. That was. Creeper scenario a little bit, but still, you know, maybe he was just. Maybe that's what he thought what he was supposed to do. Like, that's how, in his mind, how it was supposed to play off. And he didn't know a but different way of doing it. Who watches the sitcoms and, and thinks, oh, I should probably lie about speaking a foreign language to my date to impress her? Like, the, that's... Yeah, like, that's, that's, like a, that's like an I Love Lucy uh, right. episode uh, gaffe. You know, that's... But But there are people who think that. They yeah, think obviously. That no, movies and weird. sitcoms are real life. Yeah. We know this because of what we said earlier today that people are a little. Yeah, uh, I mean, look at this. Look at half the shit Florida Man does. Right. So look how the shit Pete does. Yeah, I'm, do that I'm, much. I I I've, I've realized over the years that I'm I, I can be bad at reading situational clues. Um, and I don't pick up on things the way I should. Like I'm oblivious to them. Until after the fact, when which is one of the you know when you overthink thing like everything, eventually like things like oh, oh wait that that does make sense, uh, which is why I'd be really terrible at dating, and I thank God that I haven't really had to do it as an adult. Uh, but I just I don't know I feel like women want chivalry. They talk about it all the time. I mean, you see it posted everywhere. There, uh, women like you know, with the with, with the with with the fairy tale themed weddings and stuff like that. They're they're looking for Prince Charming. But I think another part of the 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 undating scenario is that girls don't recognize no, no girls don't know how to recognize that stuff when it comes along. You might not. I mean, not until probably they get older. Yeah, like, get more wise. They're not really aware of because maybe you know maybe. In, all right, the situation we talked about, that's, that, that's creepy. That's legitimately creepy. But a guy just asking a girl out, like, actually to go on a date, or so they might not recognize what that means anymore because they're not, because that's not something that they're used to. Right. So you're in a situation where they're getting questioned or they're getting asked out and they don't know how to respond to that. I mean, that's possible. I think it's also the fact that people just don't know how to ask people out. Right. right. Well, but I mean, maybe or, or 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 know how to be asked out. Feels the same way, like a guy coming up to you and saying, "Hey, let's go on a date to dinner and a movie in this whole big production." Seems like, oh wow, you just showed up with a box engraved with our first date on it. Like that's a bit presumptuous. Like you think this is a real thing we're doing? 
And maybe the coffee thing is just everybody agreeing, like, oh, it's not really anything yet, without going too far down the line and saying, well, remember, the this is the story we're going to tell our children on our fir- of our first date or something. Things not to say on a first date. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I think everybody's on senses of how it happens is different anyways. Right. So. Yeah. A sub- subjective kind of thing. I bought two grave sites. I think you're going to be next to me. <laughs> okay, that one's a little creepy. <laughs> that takes a, I think we know exactly I think that one's it. gone round the bend. Yeah, that one's... <laughs> I found our final resting place already. I just wanted to show it to you. And scene. And that's the first message on Plenty of Fish. <laughs> that's, like your, that's, that's like your profile header on Tinder. Right. I have grave sites for us already. Inquire within. <laughs> I have an open plot right next to me. So yeah. So anything else to add to this? No, just look, stop. Just stop. <laughs> just stop. Stop just... hanging out. Start asking. Start asking people oh, no, out wait, wait, to wait. dinner. So at what point does? Okay, so you're supposed to ask them out how many times? Twice, three times, and then you're just like, hey, do you want to hang out tonight? Well, well, well you can downgrade. But is that necessarily downgrading though? No, hanging out is not your jumping off point, is what I'm saying. I mean, to me, it almost sounds like a little bit of semantics, which is obviously the problem in general. But you know, if you go on three or four dates and then you're just like, "All right, we did the the expensive date thing. Do you just want to come over and watch a movie tonight?" That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Is there anything wrong with starting at that point? But I'm. I'm going to meet someone, and if I'm interested in them, I'm not going to be like, hey, do you want to hang out? I guess it also depends on the context of how you actually start the communication process, too. Like, if you're just going to walk up to a stranger and be like, hey, do you want to come watch a movie tonight? <laughs> right. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to say no. Versus somebody who you might have known for a while and saying, hey, do you want to hang out tonight and watch that's, the movie? Yeah, that's socialization. That's, that, that's becoming friends with someone. No. But I'm, like you message someone on a dating app and like, hey, do you want to hang out? No, I guess not. I want to be. See, the that's first what I'm thing. saying. Right. It's fine if you decide you want to meet for coffee and get to know each other and decide if you really want to pursue like kind of a dating scenario with someone. That makes sense to me. But then you I don't ask them to coffee. Though. I don't know if that's the thing. You, yeah, that you ask them out to coffee. You don't ask them to hang out. But if you're gonna ask someone out on a date, then ask them out on a date. If you if you if you if you want it to be a date, say it's gonna be a date. And girls, ladies, if someone comes up to you and asks you to go out on a date and you're not immediately repulsed by them. (laughs) You can say no. You can say no. But also, please don't automatically discount them because of what they ask you to do. Unless it's, you know, something terribly inappropriate. (laughs) All right, guys. So when we come back. That's what I got. We're going to go over a list of things you should not own when you turn 40, which you three are going to do real soon. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how many of these things you guys actually own when we come back. All of them. All right. This is a list of, technically it's 50 items that you should not, no man should own in his 40s. I'm not going to list all 50 today, but eventually we'll get through all of them. All right. Number one. Number one. A Guy Ferrari haircut. The sad part is if I could have my hair back, I would get one. Frosted tips. You would you do the frosted tips and all. If that was if that was part of the deal, that was the price for hair. If that was the price, 
I would do it. No, bro. It'll, it'll happen. In a hula shirt, obviously. Well, you got to get the whole thing. Oh, he's wearing a uh, tank top in this picture of him. Oh, God, in a tank top? <laughs> so that's, that's the price of hair. You're committing to it. I'll do it. Tank top what would face say? Dude, you know what's funny is I have never worn a tank top. I think you look too much like Richard Simmons if you wore a tank top. <laughs> Thanks, oh, Ted. man. I'm going to Photoshop that tomorrow. Oh, that's brutal. I'm totally going to Photoshop that and print it and put it on the whiteboard. I don't if, mean that in a bad way. If, yes, you do. I'm not trying to offend. I just, <laughs> he's fit. What do you, you have complain a, about? Your body's a little bit more slight is all. Do you that's notice he's disappeared lately? Like, well, he's... Yeah, his family kind of keeps him under wraps. Did he go crazy? No, his family keeps him under wraps. Oh, I don't know what you mean. It's for the best. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, number two, enormous piles of laundry. I mean, I get pile a pile, of them, but they're never enormous. I actually do laundry. Yeah. You're the only person in my house who does laundry. <laughs> Ken? I don't have... <laughs> pile. I figured you didn't. You guys are sure. in my house every week. Have you, have you seen piles of laundry? Just that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three, shot glasses. I actually have shot glasses. I own shot glasses. I don't use them, but I have, I have them. I have two. Does they're that part, count? They're, right. part, they're part of the bar set upstairs. Two. Right. Like, I think everybody has like a mandatory. You have to have at least one shot glass in your house. Just Actually, you know, for, for a long time when I was married, we did not have shot glasses at all. Like, there, was not, there was not a shot glass in my house. I think everybody gets like a shot glass as a gift from somebody at some point in their life. That oh. never happened to me. Really? I think um, I've gotten two that way. I would say, I would say for probably... 13 of the of the 15 years I was married, there were no shot glasses in our house. Okay. Because we didn't do shots. I mean, I don't um, do shots, we were but given, I have shot glasses. We were given, actually, I can't I can't say that because we were given a shot glass. Um, my mother-in-law, my ex-mother-in-law now, uh, my mother-in-law gave us a, uh, a shot glass with our uh, with, with our names engraved on it that I used to hold um, the picks for the uh, martini glasses. See, I told you, you got gifted a shot glass. But it was, it was never it was never intended to hold shots. Hmm. Uh, number four, an AOL email address. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have one of those. I'm going to read the paragraph. I know, I know one person who has an AOL email address. I'm going to read the, the equipment for this one. Uh, the only people who still have AOL addresses are hipsters who only listen to music on vinyl and your grandmother who still connects to the internet via a landline. And since we're all shooting off emails on the go, you should adopt the only mobile email signature anyone should anyone should use. <clears throat> Number five, funny ties. Yeah. I have a funny tie that looks like a walleye. Does it look? This one, their example is pepperoni pizza. Nope, I have a fish tie, like a legitimate fish tie from the eighties. Yeah, they were a thing apparently. I have, yeah. I have, I have, I have neckties that have Looney Tunes and Charlie Brown on them, and I'm keeping them. Oh, I'm keeping my fish. Tie. I, I well, the one has one's a Christmas tie, and I only wear it at Christmas. Yeah, I got my fish tie because um, my girlfriend's great uncle had a fish tie that he showed me, and I thought it was so funny. You know, it's funny about that. Is if you can't, you can't wear it at forty, but you if, at, at sixty, it becomes whimsical. And that's oh what, yeah, that's what I'm funny. waiting for. <laughs> yeah. You're that, you're, have like you're, that, fish, you're that you're that funny, party for you're that funny you're that fun day. old guy who's got funny ties. Right, Pete's that guy in the corner. Yeah, and I'm almost already that guy. You are. It goes that great guy. with my dad sweater. I mean, right? Perfect. Yeah. Uh, number six, Velcro wallets. 
Oh. <laughs> no. I haven't I had can, one of those since I was eight. I say, yeah, when I was eight, I can still hear the sound of my Batman Velcro wallet. Mine was Masters of the Universe. Oh. It was the gray and blue Batman. Once you, once you gain the ability to drink legally, you can let go of the Velcro wallet. <laughs> I have a friend who still has one. Oh, my word. It's you, isn't it? No, it's not Don't me. lie. No, I've seen his wallet. It's not Velcro. I got both of them on me. It's duct tape. No, uh, it is gray. Uh, number seven, scooters. There is nothing wrong with a cool scooter. I agree. I don't see why like they would Like a motor scooter a, or like, no, a, actually, like a like a stand-up like stand ride-on scooter? Ride-on scooter. No, no. Oh, yeah, no. 40-year-olds shouldn't have a stand-up ride-on scooter. They no. should have a motor scooter. Yeah, you could have like a motorino. That'd be okay. No, these are just regular scooters. Like, yeah, no. Or like a razor or something? No, it's not a razor. It looks more fancier than a razor. Huh. Oh, like something you would spend grown-up money on. Oh, this says it's an electrical scooter. Oh, one of those. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. No, sorry. What about one of the, did you see the, like, the walking scooters? Oh, it's yeah, like, where it's a treadmill-like yeah. thing? Yeah, that was pretty cool. It seems kind of cool. I bet it's really hard to steer. <laughs> I bet you it is. Uh, number eight's The Art of War. By Sun Tzu? Yeah. Why copy. wouldn't you have that? I don't actually have a copy of that anymore. Wait, 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 wait. It's a book that's been around for hundreds of years. And you and, can't own it over 40? And I, I can't over 40? Because apparently no. it makes you too much of a capitalist douchebag if you're disagree. taking lessons out of Art of War. Uh, number nine, wine bottles as candle holders. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do you have that? <laughs> no. I don't have that. No. Yeah, I, I, I keep some in my in my Italian restaurant I have right. in the basement. <laughs> the We're in the basement. Where is this? Bottles. <laughs> uh, number ten, certain special, uh, specialized deodorants. What's oh, you mean Axe body sprays? This one's called Comfy Boy's Chocolate. Oh, oh. Comfy Boy's what is that? Intimate deodorant for men. Insert violent vomit noise. <laughs> yeah, okay, no, I don't, no. No. Preve- uh, this prevents odors, humidity, and discomfort. Oh, God. Oh, wow, a threefer. <laughs> Woo! Uh, you should not own bowling shoes. Why the hell not? I don't know. If you dude. bowl, you got to have bowling. Dude, shoes. the only people that bowl are people over forty. That's right. <laughs> Let's be honest here. <laughs> Apparently, you're always leaks. supposed to get rental. No, I mean you. I mean, kids bowl and teenagers bowl, but on glow night, the yeah. only people in leagues are over forty. I think, in fact, and they have their own shoes. In fact, when we turn forty, we're probably going to get a you know an invitation to join a bowling league in our mailbox. Yeah, it's going to come right along with our AARP membership. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, number 12, I disagree with this one, is hoodies. I am never going to not wear hoodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I not in my, my lifetime. Because to per- be perfectly honest, I put the hood up all the time. I do too when I wear mine. My coat has a hood. It's the best thing humans but have ever invented. I'm going to tell hoodies. you, I'm going to tell you, I do have a sweatshirt from high school still. Do you? Yeah. This is before hoodies were a thing though. So this next one's going to affect Pete dramatically. Uh-huh. Salmon colored shirts. Because <laughs> I like is... see, I, I like Pete in the salmon colored shirt. This shirt is sexy. I'll have you know, it's a great shirt. Like who, whenever I put my this shirt on, my nipples get immediately hard. Chivo <laughs> needs a minute. Where did that come from? It's the truth. I was gonna. This ask is what him, happens I... when you roll over two hours. <laughs> I was gonna ask him, Faith tell you that, and you're just like, no, my nipples get hard. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I like this shirt so much. Number 13, acoustic guitars for parties. Sorry, Pete. What? Dude, those are fun. What, what, if you, what about electric guitars? What's wrong with an acoustic it is, guitar, It just says man. acoustic guitars for, part, for parties. 
Oh, I don't. I mean, I only I only bring it out sometimes. <laughs> what if there's a bonfire involved? Exactly. That's what perfectly if, acceptable. It is. In fact, that's the only thing you should do around a fire besides roast hot dogs and marshmallows. Is Tell ghost stories. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah. Uh, number fourteen, flip flops. Dude, I wear flip flops all the time. I love my flip flops. Yep. Wait. Okay, I wear sandals. They're different than flip flops. I don't wear flip flops. <clears throat> Apparently, they lost their numbering because this is supposed to be number fifteen, and that is tracksuits. Agreed. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, 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 that doesn't work. Like again, because you... unless you're in New York City and a made guy in the mafia, <laughs> right? You shouldn't be wearing a tracksuit anyway. No. Uh, number sixteen. Sorry again, Pete. Speedos. Oh, I actually don't have a pair of Speedos. But I used I get, to own a pair of Speedos. I wear an off-brand. <laughs> they were, uh, the only they, people I've seen in Speedos are over 60. Like, yeah. yeah. Again, you know, from 40 to 60, no. Once you hit 60, it's okay. Oh, yeah, I'm going you can for walk, it. You can walk around the beaches of Florida like Marlon Brando. I'm going to be George Hamilton. This is what happens when I'm 60. Speedo, wall, walleye tie, flip-flops. Yep. And not with a, allowed within in 300 yards yeah. of a school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number 17, a story involving a jail cell. We have. Wait, but you're wait, more than what? likely to get that story. In you should already 20s. have that story by the right. time you hit 40, I think is what they're saying. Yeah, you can't oh, lose a story. Okay. Yeah. No, but you, no, you shouldn't acquire that story after 40. Oh, acquire it. Yeah. Which I agree with. Well, when I'm 60. Be a grown-up. <laughs> right. Again, yeah, 60. Uh, number 18, a keychain bottle opener. Um, True, yeah. Yeah, I would say yes to that. Yeah. Uh, number 19, g- video gamer injuries. <laughs> yeah, I, the, the, the days of video. Well, what's a video? Who gets injured playing a video game? Repetitive stress injury are we talking about? Like, who gets, what kind of injury no. is there from a video game? These ones are so much more uh, comfortable, ergonomic design. Yeah, it's not like we're yeah, if we we're playing original Nintendo, maybe we would oh. end up with some kind of video gaming industry uh, injury. You get real callous thumbs with the old Nintendo. Or Atari, is there such a thing as like joystick wrist? <laughs> uh, number twenty, Burning Man friends from the Burning Man Festival. <laughs> yeah, if you're a never 40, been, not gonna go. You shouldn't go to the Burning Man Festival. Yeah. Uh, number twenty one, I disagree with baseball caps. I have baseball caps. I yeah. wear multiple. Yeah, me too. Yep. Right. Which direction are they facing though? That's, uh, that this, is the key. To this. Also, the brim has to be curved. I'm sorry. <laughs> this magna hat has a curved brim and is facing forward. Yeah, it has to. Like, That's right. if you're 40s, you can Are you wear going a to cap. a sporting event? Are you going outside where the sun is? I mean, no, you can wear a sporting. You can wear a, you can wear a baseball cap. I'm sorry. You should no longer own a lucky piece of clothing at number 22. I don't think sure. I've ever had a lucky piece of clothing because I've never been lucky. The only, the only lucky, piece, lucky. Of piece of clothing I have are my game day socks that I wear to Michigan games. You wear the same socks to Michigan games? I wash them in between. Oh, okay. But I have a pair of socks that I wear to Michigan games. Do you consider them to be lucky? No, they're just my game day socks. Okay, that's different. Uh, number 23, a roommate that's not your wife or kids. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. I don't think so. You don't think you, think you can have a roommate? When you're both over, 40? Well, your cousins are probably still going to be living in your house. Are you going to well, be yeah. grumpy old men? They're going to. There's reasons. The odd for couple. That, uh, number twenty-four. Neither of you two are going to agree with this. Band t-shirts. Oh man, no! I always say we're band t-shirts. Right. In fact, I got a new one just the other day. So you're going to stop liking things? Do you know, like, yeah. until, like until 2010, I didn't even own a t-shirt. 
Right. I mean, this is like a very oh, so, like aside from undershirt society. It was all like, polo shirts. That's weird. Number twenty-five, a Tinder account. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. You gotta you gotta go you gotta go to plenty of fish if you're over forty. So that's half the list. Next week we'll go through the other half of the list. And to end today, I have a story. Oh, is it good? I think so. <laughs> then it's definitely not. So you guys know that we recently just were having the bathroom remodeled at my house. At my parents' house, actually. Yes. Yes, we do know that. So last Friday... After we recorded last week's podcast, they had finished the bathroom remodel. When I got home later that evening, I decided to take a shower. First time using it, breaking it in. So I took a shower. Took a nice, long, and joyful shower. Luxurious shower. Oh, it was luxurious. I get out of the shower. My girlfriend then decides to take a shower herself, too. I am in the dining room at my parents' house. And I go, man, these pipes are really loud. We went from cast iron pipes to PVC. So maybe they are louder. I don't know. Maybe the water's hitting them differently. Whatever, right? And I'm talking to my mom, and I stop mid-sentence. I'm like, no, no, there's something wrong here. So I go downstairs, and I turn around, and be notes to me right in front of the old security fuse box is a full stream of water coming from the shower. I therefore take my phone out and start recording said stream full of water for 13 seconds and go back upstairs and knock on the door and say, turn the shower off because it's all going downstairs. They forgot to connect the pipes. (laughs) That's not the funny part yet. We're waiting to get to the funny part. So this is like quarter to midnight. So I write an email to the company telling them and I send them the video and I'm like I'm not gonna text the guy who just left the house a couple hours earlier right now it's almost midnight there's no sense of him coming out I want to go to bed anyways they can fix it tomorrow makes sense right being a little courteous so then the next morning I text the guy and I say hey this is leaking all over the basement floor and he says he'll be right there when I got up after that I never went out to the kitchen. I didn't need to. There was nothing out there that I needed. So he gets there and he starts doing his work. And we're just going to stay out of his way. Because he's walking back and through through the dining room. Which is there on the other side of that's the kitchen. And I don't think anything else of it. He keeps coming going. He left for a little while. Came back. Did some more work. And he left. And then we decided we were going to go make something to eat. So I walk out to the kitchen, just past the table. And earlier today, as me and Pete were in the conference room at work, and the snow was glistening over the, the fields of yards of all the buildings around us, I go, Pete, that's what I saw. Do you see all that white stuff? Popcorn. Popcorn everywhere. (laughs) There was a giant area in the kitchen and dining room that was just covered with 
popcorn. Is this like edible popcorn or like styrofoam popcorn? No, like or real popcorn. Real popcorn. Real popcorn. Like pop from like from corn. <laughs> white cheddar nice. smart food popcorn. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? So at first I think it my first thought is fucking dog. Got out of the table, grabbed the popcorn. It got all over the place. And shook it like like it was killing a rabbit. And I'm like, what in the world? And then in the corner of my eye, I see it. A red Solo cup. Red Solo cup. And I know instantly. I fill you up. What happened? My mother. My mother likes to put her popcorn into red Solo cups. That's an oddly specific fetish. <laughs> so there's just popcorn everywhere. And I felt so bad because we had this guy coming in and out of our house <laughs> this entire time. And the house is just covered in popcorn. <laughs> he thought you were a total asshole the whole time. <laughs> there's just popcorn everywhere. As far as you can see through the house, there was popcorn in this house. Come to find out, my mother had poured her popcorn and knocked it off her walker with her robe. Multiple times. popcorn <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. What happened to that popcorn? I'll just get some new. But I seriously thought she took the bag out and was just like shaking the bag violently to get all the popcorn out because she couldn't get the ones she really wanted or something. But... <laughs> And this guy's walking through that room all day long. For a couple hours. Just shaking his head like, these people are animals. Because <laughs> we're not going out there to clean it up. We're just sitting on the couch. He's like, these are some lazy fuckers. So, yeah. So, that's my story. I hope so, you guys... Why... I'm just... I, I'm going to ask, how, why is the, um, the, the, the shower leaking relevant to the story? It brought the guy to the house. Because it brought the guy yeah, to the like, house. Yeah, but like, okay, so he needed to come back and do a little bit of extra work. Right. Like, like the story's about popcorn, not about the shower leaking. It's well, about but, popcorn because I didn't get into the guy's way of being in the area he You was went out working. of your way to be not where he was he was moving around. Yes. And so, so we, he had to step over this popcorn very gingerly, undoubtedly, so that he didn't, like, smash it into your carpet. <laughs> yes. Because he, he came and put rugs down again to walk through the house. So he probably had to move popcorn. <laughs> he, had to, he had to relocate the popcorn. <laughs> he had to. Yes. He hates you so much. I <laughs> so much. If you give him anything less than five stars on Google, man, he's coming for it. Oh, these guys were great. I mean, what they did and the work they did, it was pr- it's great. It's Besides awesome. not attaching <laughs> except, except, for <laughs> except for getting to, forgetting to uh, attach what I assume is the drain. Yes. Yeah. Other than that, which uh, shit happens. But yeah, no, they were great. Apparently it happens all over your basement floor. <laughs> but yeah, so I thought you guys are gonna kick out of that funny story. That's that's delightful, yeah. So well, Thank I you hope for sharing. You, yeah. I hope you all enjoy listening to this week's edition of the Vlix podcast. Uh next week we have no idea what we're gonna talk about. Well we're pretty sure it's be something fucking stupid again. Hey, well, we're it's not at. fucking stupid, it's just kinda dumb. <clears throat> Alright guys, peace out.